0: You are all a bunch of mainstream media-watching morons.
1: <laughs> Adam Curry, John C. Dvorak.
0: Sunday, November 25th, 2012. Time for your Gitmo Nation Media Assassination, episode 464.
2: This is No Agenda.
0: Practicing my dits and does here in the capital of the Drone Star State, Austin Tejas. In the morning, everybody, I'm Adam Curry.
3: And from uh, Pacific NW Bunker. Where I managed to see the uh, cultural event of the year, the James Bond movie. It stinks.
0: I'm John C. DeVore. (laughs) It's
1: Craig and Buzzkill. In the morning.
0: Oh, really? I was thinking of going to see that tonight. Oh. (laughs) Bad
3: idea? No, go see it. Uh. I'm not really well, you want you, you want a summary? You want a quick summary so you don't have
0: to go see it? <laughs> don't spoil it for me. No, I'm fine. Oh, no, s- don't, spoil it. don't spoil Screw that. That's spoil it. don't spoil it. What's
3: everybody all concerned about? Don't spoil it. I'm not gonna go not a baseball. Should game.
0: Shall I tell you the last James Bond movie I saw? It uh, won't be anything like this one. A View to a Kill. Oh. <laughs> that was when Duran Duran was still singing the soundtrack. That's how long ago <laughs> yeah, right, it's been yeah. since I've seen the James Bond movie. I don't yeah. care. I just, I can't, I don't, don't care. Don't go. I don't care. Don't why go. did you go? You went. Uh, uh,
3: well, because uh, <laughs> why? Because Eric Shill is a movie <laughs> junkie. Oh, really? I didn't know and that. And so uh, we went, That's and he's, by the way, he should have his own website. He's <laughs> always been a better review than anybody else I know.
0: Boy, does it, he has noagendanation.com. He has a website. No, he has his own. He should have his
3: own movie review website. Oh, oh, okay. I get it. So he spotted stuff in there I didn't even see, and I was grousing the whole way home. Yeah, but like what? I mean, it's, who cares? I mean- oh, oh, let's see. They're on top of, a, of like a 500,000-foot trestle on a train. Uh, the, the good guys have a, a sniper, and Bond is fighting with some guy, so she shoots under orders and misses the, the bad guy and hits bond right in the chest, knocks him off the trestle into the water. He goes flying from 500 feet, splashes in and then goes down at like about hundred feet dead, goes over a waterfall into a huge lake and sinks to the bottom. Five minutes later, he's kissing some girl in India. No explanation of how he got out of this mess whatsoever.
0: And so you're telling me that uh, you didn't catch that? What do you mean? I didn't? I caught it. <laughs> no, you said Eric. No, Eric. Wait with... Oh, please, please, just stop, just stop. I don't care. The... I don't care. I don't care. In the I don't care. I just don't care. I really, it's the I worst really... movie. It's full of plot holes. Fine, it that's fine. I don't care. I just that don't... makes no sense. I just don't care. And don't Real... and don't go. There. I'm not gonna go. I I, I don't care about movies. I just very 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 few. I have other things to do. You know, I am uh, I usually only go to movies that are in 3D. I'm <laughs> I'm producing the best podcast in the universe, man. I got no time for this bull crap. Oh, get back to work! I really, really don't I could gas it with me. And uh, and it was a lot of work uh, since we last spoke because, of course, any anything you, anywhere you look, everyone's starting to do their year end stuff. You know, and it's like, and uh, you know, because usually I watch um, my Rubenesque uh, friend uh, Candy Crowley. Who actually I think is a little beyond Rubenesque. She's not really Rubenesque. She's just plump, um, you know. And then she, she always has you know the same shills on on Sunday morning, and she's doing like a retrospective about you know the four people leaving the Senate, you know, Barney Frank, and they're all pontificating. I was like, ah, really? We're gonna get all these stu- and CNN is we're gonna do our heroes of 2012. It's like the, pff, it's incredibly annoying. Of course, you know We love our lists. Got to do our lists at the end of the year. That's because it's the easiest
3: thing in the world to do if you're in an editorial position. Yeah. You gather
0: around the table and yeah. you make stuff up. Yeah, exactly. That's how. That's how we roll. It's exactly how we roll. Uh, I had a nice little meeting yesterday in uh, in town at Halcyon here in Austin, uh, Austin uh, in Austin, Texan. I like Austis. Austin Texan. Uh, sir gq one of our knights uh, happened to be um, in the area and he came uh, he came after my market visit at the farmer's market to uh, have a coffee and say hi and uh, let's just uh, let's put it this way sir gq first of all handsome man you know I, now we know why why we call him sir gq he looks like a gq model
3: yeah, he's a good you look. guys must have looked like a couple of uh characters. Then, <laughs> yeah, if you know what I mean. Yeah, uh-huh. wink, wink,
0: nudge, nudge.
3: Right. Oh, for- by the way, that's <laughs> another thing about the James Bond movie. Now they hint he's gay. Oh, oh, really?
0: In the James Bond movie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now I got to go see it. Is he at least yeah, by? Is yeah, he- definitely. You definitely have to go see that. <laughs> is he bi curious or full on gay?
3: Uh, well, I'm, I, apparently, according to, uh, Eric DeShill. <laughs> you know, I don't care.
0: <laughs> I just don't care. I don't. So anyway, Sir GQ, looking really good. He's training, uh, in the area. And, uh, we kind of agreed that uh, this would be the last time we would ever meet in person. <laughs> because when he gets into his next position, he won't be able to talk to me as openly and frankly. But he's, um, he told me a lot about this, uh, 35 Quebec and this is the uh, this is the new elite cyber unit that they're putting together in the uh, in the armed forces. Thirty five Quebec, and you have you know this is a, what do they call it a, a new MOC? I think it's MOC, MOC, MOS, maybe an M- MOS, which is like a an, it's a new position. And this new position they they're recruiting, and this he says it's unbelievable how how big this thing is going to be. Thirty five Quebec. Which is the new uh, the new he Going be pronounced connection? Quebec because it's really the way they he, pronounce. He, it. Said um, he said Quebec. He said Quebec. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that's the way I say it too. I know it's Quebec, but even if you listen to the pilots, they all say Quebec. I don't think they. I think they. They, they kind of put the the UW sound in there. Um. But anyway, um he was telling me about, you know, all the stuff that uh, that can be done and, and everything they're doing and who's fighting who. And he said he did say it's real, man. It's he said the Israelis are the worst. They're number 1 when it comes to cyber warfare. And then it's us, and then it's the Russians, and then it's the Chinese. And of course the Chinese are always put up front and center whenever they're talking about it in uh, in Congress, so it's always, ooh, Chiners. ooh the Ooh, who are the Chinese are going to do it." Um but according to him, it's the Israelis who are really the worst. That makes nothing but sense. And he's telling me about, um, you know, about all the viruses, right? The Stuxnet and then Flame. According to him, Flame is actually the virus that, that, that can get into your phone and activate you know uh, remotely. So they can uh, turn on your phone or your microphone or your camera or, or locate you. He said it was Flame that does that. Have you heard anything about this? Nope,
3: not at all. All I know is I just keep putting a piece of gaffer's tape over every camera in the house.
0: <laughs> you know, I, asked, I, I, I had a, well, that, of course, is, is indeed, a, it, that's a, a real security against the camera part. But the microphone is still, still going to activate. I'm not yakking away
3: that much to myself. I don't sit around talking to myself.
0: Yeah, but Mimi's around. Maybe, you know, you guys are talking stuff. Yeah, we talk about the buttermilk. <laughs> hey, Mimi, did you
3: hide all the cash? Yes. <laughs> all the cash, we got the cash in in the can.
0: Uh, so he's telling me about all this, uh, all this cool stuff that uh, that can be done. And uh, you know, I'm like, okay. So is PGP? Is that uh, <clears throat> is that good encryption? He says, hell no. He says, totally compromised. And even if it, even if it wasn't compromised, uh, NSA has computers. They can crack anything, anything within at the most a matter of hours, just by brute force, if they really want it. Uh, but he says PGP pretty much compromised. The only thing he knew that was completely secure, because I'm just trying to find out what's secure and what's insecure, is this thing called Iron Key. Um, An Iron Key is where you put the data onto a special kind of USB disk, and I'm not quite—it's—I'm it, it, not quite sure exactly how it works, but you know, you, so you can't transfer it over the internet. You have to physically hand it off. Uh, but if you try to open up the Iron Key USB disk, then it, then it self destructs and. And if you try to, you know, to hope to decrypt something more than 10 times at low level formats, it's all this, it was really an interesting conversation. But then here-
3: Available at ironprotector.com. <laughs> really? Yep. Did you Google it?
0: <laughs> really? Yeah, I'm sitting here. I, well, I thought you were just sitting there listening to me.
3: No, I never listen to you. I'm always Googling you, trying to catch you. Iron Key.
0: Iron key. I didn't even know. Data
3: identity it. workspace, mobile security solutions from iMation. Oh, that's interesting. Know. The disk drive company.
0: He said, that he, he says that it, it reacts like a disk drive or it acts like one. And it, it, anyway, he said, iron key is the only thing that is really secure because you have to have it in your physical possession. And then you really have to know what you're doing. Otherwise it destroys whatever information was on it. And then here comes the, here comes the best. So, so, you know, I'm like, well, I'm thinking there's other ways. And he says that uh funnily enough the the best way to to communicate uh, across distance etc um is where they're no longer paying attention. He says they've completely stopped listening to amateur radio. They don't <laughs> listen to this. They don't teach guys Morse code anymore. He says if you really want to do something, do it there out in the open cuz no one's listening. He says ham radio is the perfect place to do it. <laughs> In Morse code, of in course. Mor- in Morse code, yeah. I've been practicing all weekend. <laughs> how you get? How you doing? Good, actually. And you know what I got um, for Android? Remember, th- there was a joke. That I think it was maybe a year ago. They had like um, I think um, LL Cool J was in the commercial. Google did a a joke about they were going to do a Morse code keyboard. Do you remember this? It did the rounds. I do not remember this at all. And I, it would be something I'd note. It was, yeah, it was supposed to be Gmail key, hold on, Parody. hold on, okay, you would have known this, John, come on, Uh, Gmail, Uh, it was last year, LL Cool J was even in the commercial, it was funny, hold on a second, let me see if I can find this for you, oh, it was Gmail tap is what it was, it was an April Fool's joke, come on, you didn't hear about this? No, I write April Fool's gags. I don't read them. Okay, well, let me play this video for you, and let's see if we can uh, uh, jog your memory a little bit. Hold on. It's taking its sweet time to play, thanks to all the crap that's on the Internet. Here we go. Technology
3: is everywhere today,
0: and everyone has a smartphone.
3: Think about the size of that
4: device. It's only two inches, two and a half inches. And we're trying to cram an entire 26-key keyboard into that space.
5: It's so many keys. I feel constricted by the keyboard.
3: I just feel very overwhelmed. There's so many buttons.
4: It's
5: time to think about how can we
4: do this better using the technology that we have today. And that's where Gmail
6: Tap comes in. (laughs)
3: Better way to so type. I've always known that I was related to Samuel F.
0: B. Morse. <laughs> He's my great-grandfather's grandfather's brother.
3: When
6: Reed Morse
0: first came to my office... And right, so, this, the- so this goes on for like two minutes. But essentially, they've replaced... Yeah, I know. I saw this. I to write it. But this exists. So, of course, there's three apps that you can uh, get from the Google Play Store that actually give you uh, a Morse keyboard with just a dit and a da. And I've been using that for the past two days. And it's it's great. It's a great way to practice. And when you think about it, it's you know it's a much safer if you're driving and you want to text somebody. You don't have to look at your keyboard, you can just go. B, 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 you just tap it out That's like true. that. It's you know, it's much safer. Um and 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 receiving is the same way. You know, you could you could just just listen to uh, to whatever message comes in just being more you know signed back to you. And then, then, who was telling me, someone was, someone was telling me that there's a ring in the works. I thought, this what a great night promotion this would be. A ring that communicates through, I guess, Bluetooth with your phone. And you can literally, you're tapping the ring and it's then sending text messages to your phone. And the ring will vibrate when the messages come back. <laughs> I want to see you using this. Well, I have been using, I swear to God, I have been using the 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 Morse code keypad. And it's really cool. I love it. <laughs> So I'm getting pretty. Did happy. you
3: know that? Did you know Samuel Morse, by the way,
0: was a, a great, great uh, oil painter? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, seminal actually. Well, I'm sure that if you had a, an original Samuel Morse, it would be valuable regardless. Even no, no, no. Around. He was
3: he was considered an important painter. I don't know how really? I don't get how he got into the other thing. Yeah, you know, he's very important.
0: Huh. Huh. Okay. If you look at the any history of art book, he's in there big time. Uh, anyway. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, so the, the, once again, I'm, uh, I'm ahead of the curve and on the trend and I'm seeing this happening all over. We've got the kids going back to vinyl. You know what my daughter showed up with here the other day? Vinyl. No. Was she, and she was wearing it. No, a Polaroid camera. Oh God.
3: But, no, but you listen. You can't even get
0: the film. You have ah, to buy ah, antique ah, film. Ah, ah, you are wrong, sir. This is, I looked uh, at it. Fuji, Fuji, I think it's Fujitsu or Fuji makes a new a new she bought it new, it's a Polaroid camera, John, really, that keyboard is so loud, and they have, um, for a reason, and they have uh, a very wide Polaroid film they sell with it, so not the, not the, the no, they don't sell the old film, so we can't buy an old Polaroid, no, it's new, it's new film, but it's, it's, it's still the, the Polaroid system,
3: yeah, but it doesn't have the Polaroid uh, dimensions. Can I put in an old Polaroid? I don't think so.
0: No. That's the whole But that's you're, uh, What point are you trying to make?
3: It's, well, here's the point I'm trying to make if you really want to know. Generally speaking, most people build these cameras and then they sell the film and they make all the money on the film. So why don't you make the film backward compatible, I
0: ask you? Because they're, they're making their own film. That The kids want these new dimensions. They don't want the old dimension. They want the new dimension. It's not the reason. Yeah, the, yes, because the, the, the new... Oh, this is this
3: little picture is too wide. <laughs> Give me a break.
0: Okay, and and then I, I heard about the uh, the kids are doing all kinds of stuff, man. They're, the they're, kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I, while you hang out with the kids? You learn something. Have you these heard kids of, you're talking about are in their twenties? Yeah, they're kids. Have you heard about primitive skills courses? Let me think. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, your brain is really loud today, John.
1: <laughs>
0: yes, at the dot com. So But this is big. Primitive skills courses. It's like... Kids are going out because they have no money and they know they're going to be living on the street pretty soon. They're taking these courses on how to make fire. Oh, this is a good
3: How to light a match, you idiots. 14-day primitive living. 14-day primitive living course. Price, $1,725. Now, uh,
0: there are cheaper ones available. I'm reliably informed. Let's hope. <laughs> That's the yuppie version. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Uh, let me then just say that there is actually some real uh, real news that surprised me it was about a little less than 4 years ago uh, president obama was inaugurated uh, as the uh, 44th president of the united states of america and something happened which led you my friend my partner in this in this entire venture known as the best podcast in the universe to say something to this day you still believe to be true. But do you know what I'm referring to? It could either be the two Obamas. That would be the one. That's exactly Trump. what I'm talking about. So President Obama had two inaugurations, and um, we found this rather strange, but you would, you then came up with your theory, which I think you hold to, that there are two Obamas. And they both had to be sworn in to both be legal, correct? Yeah, that was the idea. So guess what's happening on January 20th, 2013? They're going to have two swearing-ins again? Yes, they are. Why? Well. Because uh, there's two Obamas. Well, yes. The way they're selling it is because the 20th falls on a Sunday. They're going to do a private ceremony on Sunday, and then uh, the day following, on the 21st, they're going to do the public ceremony. Have you ever heard of such malarkey?
3: You know, what's interesting about this, this reminds me of the every year during, uh, was it Ramadan or one of these... Yeah, where, where Muslim he, holy he's, thing.
0: He's, he's not wearing his watch and his ring. He and
3: takes it, his watches and rings and everything off, and and then he disappears and he doesn't eat <laughs> and he, he does lo- all he his Muslim thin. stuff. He looks thin, and everybody says, "Hey, it's just a coincidence." <laughs> every year it's the same thing. In fact, if you if you <laughs> Google this, think <laughs> Every year it happens, and every and if you Google it, you see one, you see a story on it uh, happening every no, year. No, Nobody ever on, refers to the previous story.
0: Second. Hold on a second. I think only one of the two Obamas is a Muslim. This is where I think. This is why I think it gets complicated because they're always talking about you know the shop, the the watches in the shop. Like how many times have you ever brought your watch to repairs? <laughs> yeah, once a year. At the never, same time, I've never taken a watch in for repair ever. Like you, you totally, you toss it out if it's not working. Or maybe in the eighteen hundreds, <laughs> uh, John, where's your watch? Well, my watch is in for repairs. Good man. <laughs> Uh, but I was uh, surprised that they're going. They're going to do it again. And and you know, <laughs> are we the only people who think this is because there's two Obamas?
3: I'm sure we are. Yeah, well, probably. Uh, yeah.
0: But I. But yeah. yeah.
3: Nobody pays any. No, nah, it's just the way they want to do it. Nobody even thinks that there's anything screwy going
0: on. No, it's just like, oh, okay, that makes total sense. You know, it's, it's a Sunday. We can't have an inauguration on a Sunday. I don't know why. Heaven forbid! Ooh, maybe it is a heaven thing. No. Hmm. And there's that
3: when you get? Maybe it's because of a football game. Oh, uh, when's the Super Bowl? Well, that's a good question. I think the Super Bowl now is in February, but there'd be a playoff
0: game on that Sunday. Well, can't we? Can't we? Isn't there some book of football knowledge you can consult? Let me see. I could yeah. well, what's it, give me the date of the Sunday, January twentieth, two thousand thirteen. 28th. I have to. I have to say that no doubt about it. Um, By the way, he's, he's interrupted oh, football games before, so they can't be that important. It's the NFC Championship game. Uh, it could be. <laughs> it's, that's a done deal. Sunday, January twentieth, two thousand thirteen, NFL NFC Championship game. Well, yeah, we can't have an inauguration on a Sunday. Now that there's a championship game, <laughs> no, there's your answer. But the fact, so but that's one thing. But then still, because it has to be the twentieth for some reason, I guess there is there some constitutional reason it has to be on the twentieth. I the, think it says in the Constitution. No, really? What, it says I don't know. Maybe right.
3: I don't know why. Why is he not here? Let's ask a simple question. Okay, why don't you? Uh...
1: <laughs>
0: I think you want the 20th Amendment. Inauguration takes place in the Commission Every four years. Prior to the 20th Amendment, the date was March 4th. Oh, well, here it is. Uh, According to the the 20th Amendment, it says... the was too lame duckish. That's why they changed it. The terms of the president and vice president shall end at noon on the 20th day of January and the terms of senators and representatives at noon on the 3rd day of January. So... It has to be on the twentieth. Uh, Although, why can't it be before then? Well, no, because the, then you, then you would basically have two presidents and two vice presidents because their term ends at noon on same the twentieth. But if it's the same guy, it's the same guy. What well, difference that, does it make? That's a good point. That's a good point. Well, I, you, you know, could do it on Saturday or Friday, for that matter. Right. Or, you know, could just do it on Monday and would just be without a president for half a day. Whoop-de-doo. Big deal. Well, you, you, then you somebody we'll, needs to have the red button. We don't want... You think we'll melt? <laughs> we don't want Nancy Pelosi with the red button. <laughs> no, Valerie Jarrett carries the briefcase, man. What are you talking about, Nancy Pelosi? No. She doesn't do anything. Um, so anyway, so I, but I thought it was very interesting that they are going to do a, a small inauguration privately on Sunday um, and then have a public one on Monday. Uh, I find that to be uh, suspicious at the least, uh, especially um, you know since you alerted me to the fact that there were quite possibly two President Obamas.
3: Well, okay, it's one for the red book. Yep. Well, what what are you going to put in? <laughs> I was right. <laughs> <laughs> Correct again. <laughs> hey, so I'm up here in Canada, no, and you're I, not. Think that I, the, I think you're not I'm exam- not, well, I think mean, I'm not really in Canada. I might as well be. Yeah. So I'm watching a lot of Canadian stuff. Yeah. So I'm up here, and I think there may be some some connection to our show in the in the Canadian area. And the Canadians always want us to do more Canadian stuff. So right, I have a right. good, I have right. a couple of good things here. I'm going to play one of them. Okay. Pl- I have a question about Canada, and then the answer to the question about oh, Canada. And I, I think you'll be. I'm going to do the. Let's do the question first. You answer it, and then. Uh, oh, oh I, I actually don't even try to
0: answer. Well, it. no. Yeah. Can, do, am I allowed? Am I allowed to? to, to you take a shot at oh, it? All right, let's go.
2: Here are your questions. The waters of Canada's west coast support more than 9600 what?
0: 9600 Oh, can you repeat the question, Alex? It
3: the was que- there's 9600 of uh, of some thing in the Okay, okay, species of salmon.
0: Huh? Am I wrong?
2: The waters answer. of Canada's west coast support more than 9600 what? Charlie, severed
6: feet
0: <laughs> <laughs> and this is uh, their version of jeopardy or is it a, a comedy show that's good that was a snappy answer Holy crap, I can't believe I didn't answer that <laughs> I was hoping you i was I was fearful that you might I, I could have come close to that i was I was actually taking you serious uh, that's a good one that's a good one <laughs> in fact uh I'm going to give it to you early. You know that? Clip premature. No, I, I, I'm going to give it to you early. You, it, it's been a while since you uh, made me uh, go into a, a loud roar of laughter. And uh, by the way, could you... Uh, thank you, Buzzkill Jr., for filling up my screen with information about uh, the presidential inauguration. <laughs> <laughs> does, he does that. He does that. Does he do this, like, just for normal things? You say... Did you take out yeah, the trash? on a daily basis. Did you take out the trash and he'll give you the history of garbage? Does he do yep. this?
3: <laughs> He's done that a couple of times because it's you'll, you'll go from the history of garbage and how different it is from the way it is in France.
0: <laughs> okay. Great. Well, anyway, uh, a very hearty in the morning to you, John C. Dvorak. Well, in the morning to you, Adam Curry, in the
3: morning to all ships at sea, boots on the ground, feet in the water, and subs in the air. Also...
0: In the morning to all the knights and dames out there. Yes, indeed. Knights and dames. And, of course, our artists who are uh, always filling up. Noagendaartgenerator.com. Thank you, Neil Campbell, for the art on, uh, even though it was a picture of our two heads, which we discourage and do not use anymore. So please do not think this is a signal that it's okay to use our heads again, because we find that quite boring and tedious. Uh, It was the best piece of art, so we appreciate uh, that you did that for us. And uh, as always... Yes. We
3: went the first couple of years with nothing but pictures of our heads, and it gotcha. became very old. Yeah, it did. It did. Just
0: like, oh, really? Really? More heads? Uh, and in the morning, to all the human resources there in our uh, chat room, uh, all lined up, charged up, ready to go. No dot no net. Good to have you all on board. Uh, of course, uh, we might as well go straight into our... Do we have a producer today? Is that what is we have? Yeah, we have one executive producer and two associates. Because as predicted, uh, after a great Thanksgiving, um, we basically had, oh, wait, I had a jingle for that. I had, uh, where is it? We had our own version of uh, the fiscal cliff. Ah! It's a jingle. It's a new jingle. (laughs) It's our fiscal cliff. Uh, We are on the, this is the fiscal cliff is real people. And it's in our donations. <laughs> Erwin Vro- uh, Vro- uh, Vrolik. Oh, this, this is actually a very, very good, very well-pronounced Frolik is how we would... Frolik. in Dordrecht. And you know what Frolik means? It means
3: frolic in the grass. Oh, very close. It means happy. Happy. Erwin yeah, happy. that's what I meant. Yeah. Er- Erwin Frolik. yes. Erwin Frolik in Dordrecht, $309.81. D- John and Adam, due to the iOS data bug, I am now paying... For my favorite podcast. <laughs> Might yeah. want to explain how that works.
0: Yeah, because uh, Apple has not fixed their data bug in iOS 6 or even 6.1. I'm reliably informed. Uh, so it re-downloads things like big files like podcasts multiple times so that you uh, hit your data cap, bust through it. And then our charged overage. So uh, yeah. since, since we're... a scam. Yeah. And, and Apple is... They're not... Copping to it, for sure. But at this point, you've got to think that it's almost collusion just to get people to...
3: They get a piece of the action from AT&T. It's totally corrupt. Do you, do you think they get a piece of the data action? My my understanding
0: is they get a piece of the whole bill. Wow. Well, then then it's um, it's RICO. This is RICO. This is a RICO case. Class action RICO because it's telephony. Is well, it, it's not that they haven't
3: been warned by you. I mean, if I was a lawyer, and they, it, you can, and you can see that it, Apple's iOS has something to do with it, and they they, they get money. And I have uh,
0: emailed, and they could just cite your. Uh, I have your had, complaining. I have had email communications with people inside the company. Who, uh, by the way, chat room? Yes, there is a six dot one in beta. Okay, uh, which I have seen, and it has not been fixed. Um. I have emailed people inside the company who have not gotten back to me, who usually get back to me. So there's something up, because because you, know, you know what that what's going on is. I said, "Hey man, this you got to check this out." I said, "Here's where you need to look." Yeah, I'll go check on that, and then it's complete radio silence from people who normally get back to me. So there's something Apple internally knows, and they're I think they're afraid of a huge lawsuit because you know it's not once you release something like with a problem like this, it's not like. You can't automatically upgrade people to fix the problem, you see. Um th- This thing is going to be out here for the next two years until people are finally, you know, in fact, probably not until another phone comes out will we really see this start to drop off. Because how many people do you know who use an iPhone who are like, oh, yeah, I can't wait to upgrade to the next version. No, most people who use an iPhone are like, huh, huh, huh. just like, big button, push, push big button, get web browser. I like app. That's people who use iPhones.
3: <laughs> yeah, there you go. Right? No. Well, that's been my
0: experience. <laughs> uh huh. So um, there's a problem that won't go away, and they know it. So your show keeps me sane. He
3: says, and my daily commute bearable. I believe bad times are ahead, and only by listening to your show can I get I h- had enough of the curve to beat the rest during the dark times. Oh. I'm even starting my ham exam preparations. I find it hard to put a monetary value on the tremendous value you provide. So I chose my birthday, three oh nine eighty one, the third of September eighty one, which is numerology.
0: Why is hold on, on a second? Best- Wait a minute, stop the press. Same birthday as Adam, not the same year. I'm also September third. Well, that's peculiar. Mm-hmm. How about that, huh? All three squares, we'll
3: see for yourself. I'm now working as a network sysadmin for an oil and gas company operating on the North Sea. We're the unit that actually gets the stuff out of the seabed, and thus we are far away from pipeline politics. We are the best source to find out whether it will be controlled by the Germans or the Russians <laughs> next year. Uh, yeah. I don't think karma is something you ask for, but I'll happily receive any karma you're willing to give me. I do have a ringtone request, which is the following. Uh, now, you're going to have to do this because my, my bell, I can't ring a few times because it, cause it, it sticks, so I have to shake it and get the top. Oh. The, the, this is the northern bell. The northern bell is no good.
0: Oh, hold on a second. Well, because, see, and I, we actually talked about this just before we started. I'm building up a whole new um, jingle soundboard, so I have all the things that people ever request, and, and I, of course, did not have the bell on it.
3: Okay, I can tr- I can do the bell, but it's gonna be uh, so
0: it's not gonna be ding no, ding ding. It. It's gonna be ding ding no, ding. No no no, I, I can do it. Well, I I can't do a ding ding ding. I can do uh.
3: Oh so, no, that's I can that do sucks, that. That's and,
0: yeah. Yeah. I'll sucks. do the couple bells, and then what do I have? Ring to do?
3: the bell a few times, but followed by the little girl yay yeah. and hot milf. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. I'm uh I'm good to go. Ready? Yeah. <laughs> what? That's one hot milk baby. And did he want a karma? Because he said he didn't really want a karma. He was happy to take a karma. But I don't think you wanted it as a ringtone request. No, here comes, here it comes though.
5: You've got there karma. You go.
0: I've also separated. You've been deduced from douchebag. Finally, those two are now in different oh, places. Oh, that's good. <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: hey, By the way, I'll give it. Let me give you a ringtone. Just go to Sanford. I'll get you a ringtone. You might want to use one of these. Is anybody out there? You. This is a freebie. Ready? Answer the
0: phone. Onward. Mark <laughs> Borgezi. Can I just say something? That ringtone will come back to haunt you for years. <laughs> for years. You know,
3: I did a I did a, a, a CD once for uh, it was it was for one of the magazines and it came with it was a free CD of my saying a bunch of one liners mm-hmm. for Apple. Oh this is really, from Mac users? Yeah, and <laughs> somebody still has a copy of that. I'd like to get it back. Anyway, Mark Borghese in Las, v- Las Wages, Nevada, two twenty-two twenty-two. Russian. Uh, whoops, let me get this thing back. Why? Because I can get a parliament mumble, little girl, shut up, slave in the morning.
0: Uh, hold on a second. Let me. Uh, I'm just Listen adding. To, I'm adding stuff as we go. I mean, we might, we might okay. as well do it right because I forgot that people also sometimes want the in the mornings on there. I mean, seriously. Right, they want all of them. It's not easy. Okay, so uh, where are we at? We're at Shut Up Slave. Parliament mumble, little girl, shut up slave in the
3: morning. Okay.
1: Shut up, slave. In the morning. There we
0: go. Tight. (laughs) No, it's not tight at all. But I'm getting getting used to where everything is on the new soundboard. It'll it'll be a slow show in that regard. It's good because we don't have a lot to
3: do. Scott Molkenthine in Seddon, Victoria, two hundred seven thirty-three. Scott from Melbourne, nuts. Hey, citizen, I have a semi bonerish story. Sorry, I've been a semi boner. This is my. It is a joke. Get it? This is only my second donation. I donated fifty bucks in March when I was living in Tokyo, and five percent of my tax return, which I was larger than usual because I've been so sick. I was sorry.
1: What
0: was that, that? That was Mickey laughing at the joke.
3: Which I was larger than usual because I was been so sick I was able to claim medical expenses as a tax deduction. Yay, disease. As a result, my employment has been unstable, but my temporary slave contract was just extended by full two months. So here's 207.32. I'm kicking in the extra penny to make it 207.33. Why? Because 33 is the magic number. Please deduce me as I didn't ask for one last time and give me some jobs, jobs, jobs. Yay for jobs. Karma.
7: You've been deduced
3: uh, I can't I'm find it i this new system <laughs>
7: I can't
0: find it I put it in here ha- <laughs> Slick um, I'm going back to the old school way, man This is no good <laughs> Hold on a second let me, let me try this again I'm sorry uh, Maybe Sometimes you just Don't need to fix things That aren't broken what did he want? He wanted <laughs> D douche, jobs, 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 yay, karma. Is that it? Yeah, but this the yay. It's
3: the one that's the oldest. The Nancy Pelosi one's got the yay built oh, in. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Well, I, I got
0: it. Here we go. <laughs>
7: You've been D douche, jobs,
5: jobs, jobs, and jobs. Let's vote for jobs. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'm back. I'm back, baby. I'm just going to use the old system. Screw it. <laughs> Apparently. Screw the new system. That's no good. Well, at least you got a dry run in. Yeah, well, now we know. Very dry, I might uh, add. Yeah, that's it, right?
3: Yeah, that's all we got. That's all we got. I'd like to remind ah! you to go to Dvorak. <laughs> As we fall off the income cliff, go to Dvorak.org NA uh, for next Thursday show. We'd appreciate some, uh, some response here. Also, channel Dvorak.com. Slash na no show dot com and noagendanation dot com. There's donate buttons there if you can't get to the real, real one, which is uh, dvork dot org slash na.
0: And uh and, well, I was going I was going to answer NBC one's question in the chat, who says any way to listen to the podcast without the donation segments? Yes. Uh, first yeah. of all, there's this this thing that that I think Steve Jobs invented called the fast forward button. It's an amazing, yeah, amazing. That. Or you could just you can do that, and then you can miss possible real entertainment embedded. in Oh, we have some
3: gems in it. We always inject some some gems. Yeah, but that's okay if you want to skip past
8: that. That's Go okay ahead. if you, you don't, don't care. Yeah. These,
3: you don't think our listeners' comments are worth listening to? I think many of them are quite interesting. Many of them very insightful
0: and uh, full of real nuggets of information. But oh no. This is very typical. Very typical of a generation. What is it? Generation Y. Is it? What are we at now? Millennium. Uh, Millennial. It's,
3: the, it's the, yeah. the cheap. The generation cheapo. Generation uh, can't get a job.
0: Generation. I don't know <laughs> what they <laughs> are. Dot org <laughs> slash na. Generation boner is what we shall call them. But you can go out now and propagate our formula boners. Our formula
9: is this: we go out, we hit people in the mouth.
1: Citizen, hey,
0: shut up! Slaves. Hey, shut up, slaves! All right, can I just say something right now? I'm hit it. I'm really, really sick and tired now. I mean, it's one thing you want to go drone Americans there in Indianapolis, okay, but it, it, the buck stops when you're droning strippers, okay? This has got to stop.
3: No strippers were hurt in this droning. Yeah, but they drone their place of work. And How come but that, which I ask you? Why weren't they there working
0: when they th- got droned? This is bullcrap. Thank you very much for pointing that out. It's 5:30 in the afternoon. Scores opens for lunch. Come on. Yeah, there's
3: strippers at lunch and they st- and they work through the afternoon all through the night. I wouldn't know. But So what I've do you so, so
0: what do you think is really going on? Now I now I mean I'm just going to I'm just you know, because there is no real explanation for these things, my explanation of uh, local U.S. droning is just as valid as everybody else's. I got, I got an explanation. Okay, I'm, I'm all ears. Well, both of these things have
3: been attributed to gas pipelines exploding, and now there's been a couple of overseas examples, and this is all part of the let's redo the infrastructure of the USA. If you want to look for a meme, Look for the hundred-year-old infrastructure, right? Hundred-year-old pipes, hundred-year-old water mains,
0: hundred-year-old hookers. We need new hookers (laughs) because they're all too old and they're and they're no good. So I I would agree with you certainly on this one, Uh, but do you have to? Does it have to? Well, I guess it does have to be drastic. This is how we do things these days. It's like Uh, you you got to do something big. Hurt
3: a few people, didn't kill anybody this time.
0: I find it very, very uh, peculiar indeed that there were no strippers in scores. <laughs> you
3: know, That's
0: crazy. At, you know, between at
3: happy hour. Now and, and how us. come not one newscaster? These guys are paid to do this. Not one newscaster asked a simple question: Where were the
0: strippers? Where were the strippers? How come we don't have strippers being interviewed? You know, I can see, and here's Chanel. I was so happy that I wasn't in the in the in the bar and the DJ hadn't called my name. <laughs> right. That's about it. I think you nailed that. It's uh yeah maybe there was maybe there was an interview maybe we just haven't seen it. Let's I don't see. know. I you know here's what we have to do. I have
3: to to put, put a request out there. This is something we did I think two or three years ago. Okay. And I'm requesting it again. All right. If anybody has a sling box, I would like to link to it, and I need a better network than we developed last time. So send me the information about the sling box you have that so I can – you can put it in there's a piece of software you can run on your computer so you can look at your sling box – and I won't interfere with the sling box during
0: working hours or when you're using it. I, I don't know how popular the sling box still is. I don't know if if people are still using them. I mean, are they really they, still? They, as, they're as advertising big as they still. Are? I think they're doing okay. Now the reason why I'm still going to hold on to my uh, and I, I like the infrastructure thing. I, I I think you're you're probably right on. It's very radical to do this. Uh, uh, but there's two things. First of all, I think they're laughing at us because first of all, we have where did this take place? Massachusetts. nuts. Right. But then they've upped the number from twenty-eight houses being uh, demolished in Indianapolis to thirty-three. 33. Oh. Uh-huh.
4: That's a magic number.
1: Oh, it it's code. A magic
0: number. Now, I mean really I mean this is like come on. I mean, it was twenty-eight. We talked about twenty-eight on Thursday. And then I just hours later, oh, no, it's 33 now. I mean, that means something's up. Now, the, the the thing we have to do
3: is figure out what PR agency is behind. It's obviously some Bechtel or one of these big uh, yeah. uh, construction companies that needs, these biz- needs some business. They need mm-hmm. some work because we're
0: shutting down Iraq. Right. Or Iraq. Sorry. Iraq. Iraq, yeah. Um, I'm looking now if there's former stripper no that's the hot dog stripper you're right not a single person interviewed a stripper how crazy is that it's like the perfect human interest story yeah everybody likes to see a stripper being
3: interviewed but I mean I mean seriously even women but when <laughs> I think women especially
0: like it because they look at I two told things. you they're stupid yeah but then <laughs> meanwhile they're looking at fashion tips I'm like okay that's what I gotta wear that's what turns my man on um so, but I'm reading through the news report So, 42 buildings that apparently scores was ground zero for this thing. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we should be seeing uh, G string strippers. Oh, I mean, there should be there should just be strippers blown to bits. But no. <laughs> so they knew uh, clearly they were in on the deal, which makes sense because, you know, the guys that run these kinds of businesses can probably be on the inside of things. But apparently, the workers were at the scene, John. Check this out. The workers were at the scene. They're like, oh, no, she's going to blow. They hide behind a truck, okay? The thing blows 42 houses away, but these guys are like, yeah, they went to the hospital, but they're going to be okay. I mean, come on. You're hiding behind a truck. 42 homes were, were demolished, but your truck is okay? I mean, come on. This this sounds weird, <laughs> I, mean, you're, you're, I
3: don't know, you're, you're, they're just pushing their luck here but the public is so stupid and they buy in they oh, Okay, oh, that's oh, terrible God, 100 God. year old infrastructure you watch it, the 100 year meme is all the
0: place put that into the book 100 year old infrastructure well I am starting to uh, I don't see it as a I don't really see it as a big meme yet about infrastructure yeah, I'm 100 years old, 100 years old you're right Okay, put that in the book, The 100-Year-Old Infrastructure. In book, yeah. Um, so I'm starting, to th- I'm starting to understand how, I mean, of course, I don't know everything. I'm just a disc jockey, but you know, I'm learning too. And what I'm learning is there are certain things you just got to shut up about. Like the military, you know, if we actually reduced our military spending, which is part of what the fiscal cliff is, right? The, they're going to stop. There's going to be spending significantly less. Well, significantly, you know, it's just, what is it? A hundred billion or something like that. Um, I think it's more than that. It's quite a bit. It's I got to look it up. Yeah. Um, it's like that, 400 billion or but, something. Yeah. But that's pretty much what we do.
3: You see, that's what, know, that's all we that's, do. That's, that's what we our, are a giant empire
0: of military of, stuff, like, like Rome. And we yeah. have a military that's huge. It's, it's beyond huge. I mean, when, and Mickey and I were talking about this the other day before she left me all alone for Thanksgiving. Uh you know, I said we traveled around the country, we've done it twice now. We're gonna do a third year West Coast, and we have met majority of people we've met work in the in you know for the military or the, the military industrial complex, one way or the other. That that is what we do, and if we're not doing that, we're in the drug business.
3: So yeah, that's basically it. Yeah. Armaments, it. drugs, military soldiering and
0: strippers. And, and fast food. And, yes, and some strippers. <laughs> and that's yeah, the it. strippers are a part of the deal. So and I, I mean, I, I find it unfortunate that we, you know, that we have to go all over the world blowing people up. But making the stuff and selling it, I'm all for that kind of. I guess that's what you do. You know, The big drug dealer, he's got, you know, he's got to be armed and got to be able to protect himself. And the big arms dealer, you know, you, you don't want to sell too much to one guy so he can come back and take your stuff. You just got to be big and, and ugly and oafish. And that's what we do. And until we all wake up and say, hey, we're not going to do this anymore, it's going to continue forever. Nothing will change.
3: Nothing. Well, I don't see how we can go back to the old ways. This is so much money to be made. It's so
0: much fun, too.
3: Well, if you like blowing things up, it is. (laughs) Yeah, it's beautiful. We've always liked blowing things up, apparently, Americans.
0: But well, we sold another, uh, did I tell you that? We, so we sold another... Another uh, Thad. Another th- I think you mentioned it on yeah, Thursday. Right, another Thad. another $6.5 mm-hmm. $6. Mm-hmm. $6. Mm-hmm. $6. billion to Saudi Arabia, $3.5 mm-hmm. billion for gear, $3 billion for other. I mean, come on, don't you... Why wouldn't you want to be in other? That's great. <laughs> other. Uh, and, and here's how it works. I mean, by the way, I would recommend um, a great career path is to get into the military... Um, you know, get into cyber, obviously cyber is where it's at, do uh, a couple of years, uh, do a couple tours or, you know, go for the full, what is it? 20 before you can retire, I think 20 years, get out and then do, go do the exact same job. So you get your full pension, which includes everything except the housing allowance, I think, uh, then go do the same job for 250 to $300,000 a year. Yeah. Blackwater or yeah. these
3: other companies. Yeah.
0: yeah. And you can do it just in an office. You know, it's not like anywhere crazy. You may have, you know, maybe deployed to the green zone in Iraq or something. Yeah. But I know a guy working in the green zone. Never leaves it. So the, um, uh, Sir GQ was telling me about Djibouti and um, and how they're, uh, this is where they launch everything in Africa from Djibouti. And it's called OLC, Operation, I think it was OLC. He said Operation Lion not Lion King <laughs> that's what i remember operation lion king it was operation lion something and uh, and they deploy everything from djibouti and right now you know we're doing we're droning uh, people the the other tribe in somalia cuz you know basically the way it works in somalia is there's two tribes uh, fighting against uh, each other, and the one tribe that has said to us, "Hey, you know, if you protect us, then we'll give you the drilling rights for the oil." Those are the guys we're for, and we're droning the other guys, all from Djibouti. It's crazy. This, I mean, so we take our 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 military and our all our stuff, and we rent it out to these other people, and then we operate it, and then we you know we we drone some saps, and and then we go take the oil. I mean, th- we are we are to the the biggest a holes on the planet, basically.
6: We like
3: our oil. Yeah. But it's... What's funny, of course, is the uh, three trillion barrels that seem to be sitting under North Dakota. Yeah, the, you sh- know the, the number shale oil. That, yeah, the shale oil. Well, oil shale or shale oil, one of the two, they're actually two different things. Anyway, they uh, there's three trillion barrels. Do you know what the total consumption of all the oil... It has
0: been since the beginning of the industrial revolution yeah, I, I, I mentioned this exact thing to you on thursday it's one trillion barrels um, i just thought you'd forget it was <laughs> a test
3: so this okay, is, is the second I, test you failed i pass boy. i pass
0: yes oh you didn't right pass. so so peak oil was not true can we just can we just establish that peak oil was lie whoever who thought it was yeah uh, there are a lot of people oh, it's
3: the same people that they think a lot of stuff is true, but well, right? well, science well, is in.
0: Well, here's what's happening now.
1: Science! Science! science.
0: New report came out from the UNEP. These are the these are the guys that the United Nations, kind of like the new the new guys on the block who um, um, who are doing all the climate change stuff. So. There's a remember the the report I told you about the World Bank report and this is maybe two shows ago um, about about the world heating up four degrees this is the new the new yeah. meme not yeah, that's too a classic not too but let's just change the numbers around make it right. up all right so listen to how the. Um, the media is responding to this report.
8: A new report claims if the world's greenhouse gas emissions are not reduced, a doomsday scenario could be in our not-so-distant future. Doomsday! A World Bank report has warned that global temperatures could rise by 4 degrees
5: Celsius by the end of this century.
2: The report says if we don't do something now, by 2100, coral reef ecosystems will disappear, sea levels will rise up by 3 feet, and the 22nd century will be characterized by wild weather, drought, and famine. The
8: report is called Turn Down the Heat. It claims other effects could include extreme heat waves during almost all summer months that would be specifically pinpointed to the Mediterranean, North Africa, Middle East, and parts of the United States. Severe impacts on agriculture, water resources, human health, biodiversity, and ecosystem. <laughs>
0: I mean, I don't, ha- I don't know which jingle to play. I mean, I- I mean I'll play... Uh... <laughs> so, what's it hold on, the hold on. To the gate, to the gate. Just let me play a little more of this report, John. A little more. This is so beautiful. Which
8: could lead to large-scale displacement of populations. The this report placement. also predicts the poorest people in the world will pay the highest price because of their inability to adapt to a drastic climate change.
0: Now, this is where they go wrong. This is where they go wrong. I think it's re- – I mean, so I totally get scaring people about drought and severe weather and people moving from one state to the other and and we're going to drown. But th- the mistake is it's going to affect the poorest people. Oh, screw those guys. Who gives a crap about them as long as it's not me?
3: Maybe
8: state this
4: Com-
3: – What? Well, I'm just saying, maybe that's exactly the point. That's what they're trying to do. That's the real communication. They're saying, look, we're going to give you this report. It's going to screw the the poor people, so don't
0: get worked up about it. Interesting. Let me listen to the rest of this Congress report. says,
8: Countries that are poorer and less technologically advanced will surely suffer the worst consequences of climate change, as evidenced by the way such areas are hit by natural disasters.
0: Yeah, like uh, New York and New Jersey, some of the poorest, the poorest of people <laughs> well, Jersey, in, at least. in the world.
8: President of World Bank Group Jim Yong Kim explains the implications on future generations.
0: Listen to this guy. This guy is great. You know, I have a three-year-old son, and when he's my age... Oh. He could be living in a completely different world. Well, he will be, you idiot. You're like forty. Of course, it'll be a different
10: world—one <laughs> in which we don't have enough food to.
0: Well, not enough food. You're gonna starve,
10: Uh-oh. kid. Feed our population. One in which cities are inundated with water.
2: that's <laughs> Inundated with
0: water? World
8: Bank is currently helping 130 countries mitigate climate change. For right. Newsy, I'm Jasmine Bailey. Yeah. Ma- yeah.
0: And so that will also be... uh So what's coming, of course, is the carbon tax in America. Uh, the yeah, president- it's all about carbon yeah. tax. I wanted to play another... And by rep-
3: the way, can we just repeat our, our basic thesis here? If you want to stop all this carbon emission, why don't you just cap it? They won't do that. It's always cap and trade, cap and trade. In other words, they don't change anything, but then they tax you for it. Explain. It's a scam. It's a money grab. Explain cap. Well, in other words, you say, here I am. I'm have got. i going to put out 100 tons of CO2, but I'm only allowed to put out 85 tons. So I got 15 tons that they're going to have to pay money to push out, which makes no sense because it seems to me that you wouldn't. You just have to stop it, or get, or you'd just be put out of business, or something. It's that dangerous? But instead, they trade it with some guy who 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 is allowed to put out a, a eighty five uh, tons, but he's only putting out ten tons, and so you buy fifteen of his right, tons. Right. This doesn't
0: change anything. No. What's changed? Uh, Al Gore just got richer. Ah. Uh uh-huh. This report was was even better, though. This is the Voice of America, which still exists, apparently. Yeah, oh no. Voice of America does video now.
7: The first decade of this century was the hottest on record, and the vast majority of scientists attribute the changes to greenhouse gases.
0: Oh, hold on a second. The science
10: is in!
7: (laughs) That trap heat in the lower atmosphere. Those gases can be generated naturally or emitted by human activities, such as the burning of fossil fuels. Mm Extreme weather due to climate change is the new normal.
0: Yeah, there it is. There it is. Extreme weather due to climate change is the new normal. Please, and and then listen to this report. How they lie about? Just listen to the lie.
7: Said UN Secretary General Ban Ki Moon earlier this month. So
0: now she did. I think she just said extreme weather because of global warming. Is the new normal, and that is what Ban Ki Moon said. Did I just hear that correctly?
3: I don't know. I, you know, I it was so confused or structured that I don't know really if she said that. Let's hear it again. Can be
7: generated naturally or emitted by human activities such as the burning of fossil fuels. Extreme weather due to climate change is the new normal," said UN Secretary General Ban Ki Moon.
0: Said UN. Secretary yep, General yep, Ban Ki-moon. Yep, yep, yep. Earlier this yep. month. Okay. Chal- now let's listen to what he
1: says. The change remains clear and urgent to reduce greenhouse gas
6: emissions, to strengthen adaptation to the even larger climate shocks we know are on the way, no matter what we do, and to reach a
1: legally binding climate agreement by 2015, as states agreed
0: to do last year in Durban. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know what Ban Ki-moon said. <laughs> he didn't say the new normal. That's <laughs> but for but sure. I didn't hear the words new or normal or anything like. That. So they're just lying. This is how they do it. They, they. I mean, this is actually a very good system. Here, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you how this. Well, works. Well, this is like that Hold crazy. On. House, Hold, on. Hold on, let me, let me, let me do it for you. Oh yeah. Hold on. just. You... I gotta, I gotta cue him up here. Hold on.
7: General Bonky Moon earlier this month.
0: <laughs> okay. According to U.N. Secretary General, the No Agenda show is now officially the best podcast in the universe, said U.N. Secretary General Ban Ki-moon. What challenge remains clear and urgent. That's correct. And now, in other news, I mean, that's how you do it. You just play the guy saying something you can't understand, and you're like, oh, okay.
3: Yeah, well, that's like the question is. <laughs> <laughs> the, question. the main question is, the No Agenda show is the greatest podcast in the universe. The
1: best podcast in-
0: it's technically, it's best, not not greatest. Best. What did I say? You said greatest. Oh, well, it is uh, the greatest, no. but it, the best. Yeah, the, the best. best. Uh, although there is no category this year, as was promised. There's no category for um, uh, best podcast in the universe. Just while we're on the drones real quick, I'm going back to the drones, actually. Um, for some reason, everyone's, like, all up in arms, like, uh, and I don't know who broke this, broke this credible news, at the White House... Um, before the election they were hurrying to create a drone rule book because the president didn't, you know, wanted to freeze the current way so that uh, potentially, I guess the inference is, that if Romney became president he would go crazy on the drones meanwhile they basically created a rule book on drones people don't you see what's going on here they're solidifying the use of drones and making president obama look like the good guy like he's you know <laughs> like he's tempered in how he's using them I mean, please, this is an outrage, an outrage, and, and everyone's buying it. Oh, it's so cool, man. It was, it was so secret that he created the rule book because he didn't want, uh, you know, like a, a different guy to come in and, like, kill people with drones. Wow. So, uh, yeah, so I
3: got a bunch of, here's the problem. I just realized I made a mistake for today's show. Oh. Um, what did you do? Well, I told you, you said, all oh, your clips are in early. I said, yeah, I pre-produced them. In other words, during the week as I got the clips, I produced them and, and, and you got them ready for shipment. As, as opposed to what I normally do, which is I get up at 6.30 or 7 in the morning and then do all, the, I have all the clips clip, but then I, I produce them yeah. in the morning.
0: Yeah, what did you do wrong?
3: What I did wrong was I pre-produced them, so I've got all these clips. I have no idea what they're about. <laughs>
0: you, don't, you don't know what the clips are.
3: okay? Well, I mean, I got it, but I know kind of thematically, and there's a couple clips for sure that I know what they're about, but I really do not know what the Lindsey Graham Benghazi clip is here for what
0: it says. Well, let's have a listen because it'll fit into something somewhere. We know what Benghazi is, uh, and we know that uh, we have our theory. So Lindsey Graham, I guess, is, along with Senator McCain, um, going to filibuster Condoleezza Rice coming in as Secretary That's of Condoleezza
11: State. Condoleezza
0: Rice. <laughs> Susan Rice.
11: That's the issue for me. Was she telling us honestly and openly about the best intelligence, or were they trying to shade uh, the Benghazi attack uh, to give the best political explanation, which would have been a spontaneous event, yeah. not a pre planned terrorist attack? Well, I'm
10: glad you brought up the president because you sent him a letter. Uh, and you pointed out to him that he has not responded to 13 congressional requests nah. for information on Benghazi. Do you want to say something here? Yeah,
3: that's, the, that's what the clip is about. Apparently, they've gotten a bunch of requests, and then the, both the, the Congress really has the power of investigation and a lot of other things they can do. And they are letting the Obama administration just tell them to shove it. They're just the Obama administration. administration is telling Congress to shove it. They did it with the Holder uh, event,
0: and now they're doing it again. I think the Holder is just – his name is the Holder. The Holder. It's interesting you bring this up because you can now see who is sucking up to the president. And you know who's really, really sucking up? Our favorite, Eleanor Norton Holmes. Now, you (laughs) you recall that we had um, Congresswoman Fudge – uh, come out and uh, several others saying, oh, it's racist, it's sexist, these guys just don't want us to succeed because she's black and because she's a woman. And then Holmes came out and I went back and watched her entire speech. She, did, she, she rushed on stage, read her thing, uh, just a reminder as to the fact that she was actually reading and is an idiot. Here's what she read. Uh,
4: the Senate seem to be unable to contain themselves while we await two ongoing investigations, into the tragic attacks in Bengali, Libya, which took you a see, lot.
0: She's such an idiot and she's so out of touch. She doesn't even know where, that it's Benghazi and she just reads Bengali. So she was asked on uh, Megan, I think, from Meg, what's her name? Megan from Fox News. Megan Kelly. And yeah. uh, She gets Norton on
4: and she says, hey, uh, what was all this crap? And, and Norton, listen to what she says. Well, I certainly don't. I don't call out sexism or racism unless I have some evidence. I can see why some would believe that. Uh, I gave uh, the opening statement, then had to go back to a hearing, so I never even heard the rest, but. It
0: was true. She did leave right after she said Bengali. The woman is a total blowhard nincompoop idiot. So it's true she did not say racism, sexism,
4: but you know now she 's like, "Oh
0: crap, what did, what did them bitches say there while I was gone?
4: Please do not ascribe those views to me. I think that she's being singled out uh, coming out of the presidential campaign. Could you put your tongue up uh, Obama 's butt any further, Norton really Ugh, sickening you uh, um, uh, one of our committee's oversight and government reform. In the middle of the presidential campaign and a recess, uh, had a hearing and she became (laughs) the focus of, of that hearing. Uh, and I think that came out of sheer partisanship. When you say a hundred House members have sent a letter, well, they don't have anything to do with who's gonna be (laughs) nominated, uh, to be Secretary of State. You know, when I- You
0: see how they're moving that, John? Where the Congress is sent, you know, the letters weren't just get rid of Susan Rice. That's what, that that I think is what your point is with this Lindsey Graham clip. The The hundred letters from the Congress men and women was not just about get Susan Rice out of here. No, they're twisting that. It was probably, hey, what the heck happened? I don't have these letters. Do you have the hundred letters? No. So don't you think that's what's going on? Like they're just, they're trying to to deflect this? I think it's part of
3: it. I think it's part of it, but it also Congress is wimping out on this
0: whole thing. And then going back to the fight, essentially, I went back and I listened to what the president said about uh, Susan Rice. And I think you're right that it was a deliberate move by Hillary Clinton to just crush her, crush her. And I think uh, the president is angry
12: at Hillary in this clip, not at at Senators McCain and Lieberman, but at Hillary. Listen, As represented the United States and our interests in the uh, United Nations with skill and professionalism and toughness and grace. As I've said before, she made an appearance at the request of the White House.
0: Which, by the way, I've now discussed with uh, several uh, people who, including Sir GQ, actually. Total bullcrap. She works for the Secretary of State, and that request would Ultimately, it would have to be Hillary Clinton saying, you go out and you do this. It's not the White House doesn't just get to bypass
12: that easily. In which she gave her best understanding of the intelligence that had been provided to her. If Senator McCain and Senator Graham and others want to go after somebody, they should go after me. And I'm happy to have that discussion with him. But for them to go after the U.N. ambassador, who had nothing to do with Benghazi? I, I, and this, by
0: the way, is very interesting to me.
12: How do we know she had nothing to
0: do ben, with Benghazi?
3: Well, well, let's take it at face value. If she had nothing to do, nothing to nothing. do with Benghazi, why is she the spokesperson about Benghazi?
0: Well, she had no—but well, this, is, this is factually even untrue, because indirectly— she had everything to do. we would not be in Benghazi without Susan rice uh, being the representative for the United States in the United Nations, which came up with the resolution to go bomb the crack crap out of or the crack the crack out of Gaddafi so
3: I think she had nothing to I think i no, I 'm in total agreement with the president she had nothing to do with Benghazi, so why i my I think my argument's a better one. <laughs> She had nothing to do with Benghazi. She's a
0: stooge, a mouthpiece in the U.N., which is all you do there. I'm sorry, John. I need to interject. There is an ongoing ARB, Accountability Review Board, two of them with the FBI and the Department of State. The president cannot say she had nothing to do with it. We will not know until those reports are in if she had anything to do with it. He is presuming giving her innocence the same way he said Bradley Manning is guilty. He, That's he,
3: fine. I agree with that. Okay. But I'm just saying, why is he saying she has nothing to do with it, yet she was the spokesperson? How can he explain this discrepancy?
0: Because he's covering for her, obviously, because she has everything to do with it. He's giving her a free pass.
12: Mr. Well, somebody's... You an ambassador who had nothing to do with Benghazi? Nothing at all. And was simply making a presentation based on intelligence that she had received? She was just doing the PowerPoint, Why man? is she
3: doing the presentation in the first place? Because this has got Hillary written all over it. She
0: has the only copy of PowerPoint that's licensed.
3: Yes, hey, you guys got a new the power? What do you? PowerPoint 97 is <laughs> incompatible with
0: this. It won't open on my computer. I can't show it. Hey, Rice. Rice, can you do the new PowerPoint?
12: Yes, I can. And does the smirch her reputation? Besm-
0: I love that word. Besmirch, Besmirch. come here, baby. I'm going to besmirch all over you. Can I use it that way? Is that is that a valid use? Yeah,
3: oh, absolutely. That's the way the president meant it.
0: (laughs) It's outrageous. It's outrageous, I tell you. It's not outrageous. How does it's he come from... Outra- uh, it's, it's
3: outrageous. It's outrageous. I've never <laughs> been so
1: outraged
0: in my life by the situation. This, what, what a bunch of I, I, that, that to me is so... It's so good that we should do this more often. you got to go back and listen to something two weeks later. Because it's so much funnier in context when he says... Yeah. It's outrageous. No, you know what's outrageous? You know, a million Iraqis killed, you know, boys and girls, Americans coming home with, with limbs blown off and their brains all scrambled. That's outrageous, Mr. President. That is what is outrageous. The fact that our banks are running on drug money being laundered through the biggest corporate entities in the financial world. That's outrageous, Mr. President. That is outrageous. Uh, not, okay. Yes. Not the fact that pet a couple pee, of pee, dudes, play the pet peeve uh, thing. You got to stop me on
1: time. So
3: let's finish off the Lindsey Graham Benghazi yes. clip if you can. Yes, of course.
10: Is the president, in your judgment, defying Congress's constitutional authority to oversee and investigate?
11: I think he's stonewalling the American people. Uh, there are two movies made about the president's leadership in the Bin Laden raid. We have photos of the president in the Situation Room, a minute-by-minute account of the president's leadership. He deserves great credit for the Bin Laden raid. It was a gutsy call. Uh, We have information about how he closed the deal on the recent ceasefire between the Israelis and Palestinians. When it comes to Benghazi, we've been given no information about what he did for seven hours during the attack. He claims to have ordered the conflict to be secured, but we don't know anything about where that order was carried out. What the president told about the April and June attacks on the conflict when the, the British closed their consulate in Benghazi because it was too dangerous. So he hasn't answered any of the basic questions about his leadership before, during, and after the attack on our consulate in Benghazi. is a n- massive national security failure.
0: Yeah, this kind of a dead end he's trying there. This came out today that, for CBS News. The White House has now officially declined to release images From the night of the Benghazi attacks, and so what you know, what I think he tried to do there was like, well, when you know, when he brought down Osama bin Laden, we had the Situation Room with the president there with his with his you know his flak jacket, his flight jacket, and everyone's like huddled around and it's command central and they're heroes. We're going to kill Osama bin Laden, but when they screw up, and then they don't want to show any pictures. I think that's the dead end that he's pursuing.
1: It's
3: an obvious dead end. Yeah. CBS so, uh, News is
0: also seeking drone and ground-level surveillance images and email communication and documents from the night of the Benghazi attack. So far, you know, the Congress can do whatever it wants. The Congress can make that happen, but they haven't no, got the guts. It's no, a this, gutless Congress. No, it's not true because they tried this with the holder. On Fast and Furious, and they, they just said they executive did, privilege. Yeah, but they wouldn't
3: indict. They they gave him a right. executive privilege. They didn't privilege. go to the final level, indicting the guy, subpoenaing him, and yeah. throwing him in jail. They could do that. By the way, I'm reliably— Contempt inf- of Congress. You can do that. You can yeah. throw someone in jail. Citizens have been thrown in jail by Congress, but, yeah, they, but these guys are gutless.
0: Have you seen Valerie Jarrett? Please. Ixnay <laughs> on the LJ. Uh, I'm reliably informed there were two drones flying over Benghazi before the attack. Before the attack. There's all kinds of video. And I'll tell you something else. That video is going to get out. That video is, is already in hands outside of government control. It's unencrypted. It's, it's, it's available and it's going to come out. It just it, How they're going to play it is what I'm waiting for. Because you've know, you, you got to play it right. Right, you, there's there's ways to yeah. No, it, this. Has
3: to be, it has to be. first. You gotta let them dig a dig out a, a, a deep hole for right. themselves. Right. And then so there's just a pack of lies that they can't quite reverse because there'll be too many of them. And right. then you roll it out. Yeah, that's the way you do it. And that's I think what, if you remember, we had a show about a month or two ago where the guy predicted they didn't think Obama's going to finish out this term. That that guy that lives in Thailand, an investor. Oh, um, uh, what's his name?
0: Uh, yeah, that guy. Yeah, him. Cantor, you had a clip Carter, of him, Carter, too. Shanty, Charter. I'm good. Uh, I'm looking at the It was it. your clip, man. Come on.
3: No, but then you had the same clip from the same guy, in a, in, like, in oh. a week or two ago. You right. should know who it is.
0: Oh, sorry. Anyway,
3: no. I got one other little Benghazi tidbit. Okay. You know the, uh, the, the mistress of uh, Petraeus, and she gave that speech in Denver? And she uh, yeah, says, the, well, you know, it was about these guys and the... Uh, yeah, at the uh, at the Aspen conference. <coughs> she says, excuse me. You okay? I'm getting parched. She says that there was a CIA annex with some prisoners in it, and yeah. everyone came there's no such thing. Yeah. Play the CIA annex
5: clip. So far, there has been no military reaction from the United States, and few suspects have been named or questioned by the Libyans. Three Libyan militants were handed over to Libyan authorities the night of the attack, according to sources at the CIA annex.
0: Oh, really? (laughs) At the CIA annex? (laughs) Oh, the one that doesn't exist?
3: Yeah, the one that doesn't exist. They were handed over to them according to the CIA annex. (laughs) Can you get your story straight?
0: Yeah. So this I learned so much from Sir GQ. This is an intelligence guy. I I
3: figured that out. Yeah.
0: Hello. But but uh, these clips are now triggering more stuff. He said he said that uh, this is Broadwell, Paula Broadwell, that this was at the Aspen conference. And he said the Aspen conference is where all these guys get together and they all get drunk and they all screw around. That's what yeah. that. That's when this all took place. That's when it really started to happen. But I mean, you can imagine you're going to a conference. You know, you're there. It's uh, Alan's there. Uh, what's his? Uh, Petraeus, and then what's the Jabroni? Djibouti uh, uh, Jabroni. Uh, Everybody's there. Yeah. The other who's the 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 defense uh, secretary? What's his name? Come on, the uh, the old CIA guy. What's his name? Yeah, that guy. And then Paula's there, and then you're getting sauced up, and there's caviar, and then she's looking hot. And she's like, "I got to further my career. can you imagine i don't know if i, I don't know if I'm strong enough john i don't know, I don't know if I could resist it
3: I don't know. Could well, you? especially if you especially the way you drink <laughs> one beer you're wasted a <laughs> lightweight. hey Paula
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> what is the Secretary of Defense in the name Panetta. Deborah norville Panetta <laughs> Panetta <laughs> Deborah Norville. What was that story? Where'd that come from? What? Deborah Norville. I
3: just... The name came to mind when I thought of Panetta's face. Oh. I know it makes no sense because no. she's, you know, kind of a pretty girl and he's like this weird looking character, but that's what came to...
0: Did he have sex with with Deborah Norville? Did he? I don't know. Wasn't there some... Wasn't there some... No. Deborah Norville. There was... Come on. There was some... Con- controversy about Deborah, Deborah Norville? Yeah,
3: she was on the Today Show, and she got fired because nobody liked her. And so she went off and made millions of dollars doing the Inside Edition show, or whatever it is.
0: Uh, she didn't, like, screw some guy who was Minister of Defense, Secretary of Defense or something? <laughs>
3: Maybe. Yeah. I don't know
0: that, though. No. Oh, okay. Funny. Like, I think so, uh, gonna, all right.
3: by the way, somebody was also on our, uh, I know this I think it's Russia Today, we, we, we'd done this a few weeks ago about Obama and the stupid commentary he made on... Uh, oh, the, the about know. missiles, yeah? Yeah, this is a this was either on Russia Today or it was on some... some oh,
10: let me,
0: let me guess. They heard something on a podcast somewhere and then it became a theory for them or it became like an item they were going to talk that about? Would, that would make sense to me.
10: And this was, of course, shut down when President Obama in Bangkok made his rather tasteless uh, speech where he said that, you know, no people who have missiles falling on them, uh, you know, will uh, not, you know, will not want to react, which of course is news to people who are being fired on by U.S. drones, you know, (laughs) who say, well, can we fire back? I mean, is it legitimate? So when American complicity is not part of the story... You know, for instance, Susan Rice at the United Nations blocking any attempt at creating a statement condemning the war. At that point, you lose track of the idea that U.S. complicity or U.S. backing gives Israel essentially impunity to continue the occupation and to continue its kind of bombardment.
0: Um, So I got a note from, I think, Wired Pig one of our producers out there, and he said um, that it is not correct. Obama said, uh, I'm looking for the clip. Where is the clip? Uh, Here it is. This is what the president said.
12: There's no country on Earth that would tolerate missiles raining down on its citizens from outside its borders. So, uh, we are fully supportive of Israel's right to defend itself from missiles landing on people's homes. Wow, I'm so
0: happy I just went back. Oh my god, I can't believe I cannot believe that oh this is freaking me out. So Wired Pig said, the president said rockets, but he didn't, he said missiles. And because the the, the big point was there's a difference between rockets and missiles. Rockets are not guidance, but he said missiles. I thought he said rockets. Didn't you hear him say rockets at some point? I never heard him say rockets. I always thought it was missiles. That's why
3: I have the missiles written on my clip here.
0: Funny. Well, I got several notes about this saying, Oh, man, rockets is not the same as missiles. But the president clearly said missiles. Well, I take that back then. Screw you, wired pig. You're
3: wrong. Well, I think you could could make the argument if you want to give a parse. You know, missiles versus rockets. Right, but he's saying Uh, missiles. Yeah, I know, but let's just say he says from with from outside the border. That Ah, drone ah, is is inside inside
0: the border. border. You're right; it's inside the border. Good point. Five points, Chauncey Dvorak. Severed feet. (laughs) Right again. Would you like uh, (laughs) double talk, double speak for three hundred? Yeah, the, play the clip.
3: Another one, I'm not r- quite sure what it is, but can you play the Libyan Intel Chief?
0: Yes. Yes.
5: Meanwhile, the investigation into who killed four Americans is stalled. Reports from the ground in Benghazi suggest the gunmen who were at the consulate that night still freely roam the streets. And Wednesday, the national security chief in Benghazi, Colonel Farag El Dursi, was killed by three gunmen as he returned home from work. This Libyan intelligence officer may have had information about who was behind the attack on Ambassador Chris Stevens and the others.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's called uh, Tying Up Loose Ends, I believe. Did anybody report this in the US media? Yeah, I actually had it in the show okay. notes on Thursday and for some reason we we didn't get to it. Um Oh man, I had a, another I'm just not I'm not very good with the with the jingles today. Um It's, it's the new jingle board. Yeah, it just sucks. But yeah, um, so of course, the guy had information, and uh, oh sorry, you know, oh oh, oh assassinated. I think that that actually came out maybe even a full maybe more than that, maybe a full week ago that that information came out uh-huh. yeah but more 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 important <coughs> I just picked is, it up a couple days ago more important is that we uh, make sure we watch tune in to see c n n heroes that's right, let me guess c n n heroes we're gonna have a nurse, a school teacher. Some poor child with their limbs blown off in some dusty other nation. And um, who else do we need to make our show complete? Oh, let's see. A nurse. You need a, we got a nurse. A maybe teacher. a teacher. Nurse. A teacher trying to teach the poor girls. No, I said and nurse, uh, teacher, doctor. Oh, no, you no, said, no. Not doctor. No, no doctors are no good. Nurse, teacher, um, a veteran with limbs blown off. What else can we bring in there? Um, like someone plays like violin or some crappy thing like that. and like, you know, like some virtuose kid and plays piano. There's a lot of
3: possibilities. It's
0: triangle. I don't know. I, I, it's just, yeah, I don't, I've never produced garbage like that. Oh. It makes it difficult to, Oh, I'm telling you, we've had to do so much of that stuff. You never had to do that. Oh my God. Uh, so while we might as well, um, do a couple things that, uh, that I have from the previous. Actually, I had these this week. So the president is over in Burma, uh, which he at sometimes calls Myanmar, and at sometimes. Yeah, times, heaven forbid. By the way, that he's working on this fiscal cliff issue. No, he's not working on that. He's partying. Well, he's back now. He's back, but he was out there in uh, in the Asia's and a meeting in Burma, conveniently located next to uh, China. So let me just give you, if you go from west to east, this is what I think is going on. We have the TAPI, which is Turkmenistan. That's where they get the gas. It goes through Afghanistan, goes through Pakistan, uh, goes to India. That's TAPI. Then it goes through Bangladesh, who just two weeks ago said, hey, we're happy to have pipelines. Then it goes into Burma. And then it goes into China, which is the ultimate destination for the gas. Which, Which country needs gas is China. China's buying all this gas. So that's. That is the, the basic silk road that's going into China. So we had to open up Burma. Um, and uh, by the way, did I tell you that when I was on the phone with Uncle Don and Aunt Meg, they were talking about their daughter, the eldest daughter, Lucy. And she I, I had forgotten about this, but they lived in Burma um, for a couple of years <laughs> doing God knows what. And that Lucy is doing a bike tour. And then Aunt Meg said... Uh, oh, it's so nice, you know, Lucy's doing, uh, and they're both on the phone at the same time, Lucy's doing a, a bike tour of Myanmar, and Uncle Don cuts in, Burma! Like like angry, like really, like, no, it's Burma, it's not Myanmar, it's Burma. That's, that's a real sticking point for these guys. You know, for, for U.S. intelligence and, uh, and diplomacy, it's like, it's Burma, it's not Myanmar. Um, so that has to open up. And uh, lo and behold, you know, I think that I think that has to do with World War
3: Two and, and the Burma Road and all this other things and all these uh, uh, um, pro-American. Oh, it's uh, a very, it has to be a pro-American touch thing. points, it They're touch to points. Be. Yeah, it has to. Be. And the only reason you change the name is because it's just some sinister scheme afoot to 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 marginalize our touch
0: points, which are very right. important in that area. So, in the Federal Register, appears the following this week: designation of seven entities pursuant to Executive Order One Three Four Four Eight or Executive Order One Three Four Six Four, and amendment of an existing specially designated national listing, the so-called SDN, uh, which is uh, handled by the uh, Treasury. And this is seven um, co- seven companies who are now unblocked from doing trade in Burma, including the Golden Aaron Ltd. <laughs> Uh the uh what is this company? Uh that's uh I'm trying to read through this doing this in real time. Um where are all these names? Well it doesn't really matter. You have to look at it in the show notes, and actually I'd appreciate if people would go in and check out these seven companies that have been unblocked because undoubtedly and what I'm looking for here is I'm looking for a Clinton connection or a Texas connection. Because you don't all of a sudden just unblock seven companies from doing business in Burma <laughs> unless there's some business Specific, to be done. yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I think it's pipelines, and I think it's obviously natural gas. So the president's over there, and he's talking, and he's standing next to Aung San Suu Kyi. This is her name. This is the uh, the woman who Hillary uh, is madly in love with, Aung San Suu yeah, Kyi. Yeah, she's the one that's so delicious. So delicious, darling. Mm, you caught me off guard again. So... She, so, Hillary, here's, here's Hillary Clinton. She's smart. She just says something sexy to her.
5: It's almost too delicious to believe, my friend.
0: That's right. That's right. Aung San Suu Kyi. Say it again. Aung San Suu Kyi. Say it again. Aung San Suu Kyi.
12: I was honored to be the first president to welcome uh, Dao Aung San Suu Kyi uh, to... It's not on Young. It's on well, did,
3: she, did she say Dong Sung? He's like Long Dong Song
12: Chi. White House. I'm proud to be the first American president uh, to visit this, uh, Clinton, to visit uh, this country and explore uh, with An Suu suchi It's
0: not An Yong-suchi.
12: It's An san Suu Kyi. And the government, whether the United States, we've seen some very encouraging progress, including, uh, Dao Aung san Suu Kyi's An suchis No, uh, release, it's not
0: An Suu, uh, Suu Kyi.
12: It's Aung san Kyi. It's embarrassing.
3: Well, you know, if George Bush had done that, he'd been ready, ridiculed by the media. But
0: yeah, I guess nobody would, noticed. Yeah, but you're only saying that because you're, you're a secret Republican. And you love to say those things. No,
3: no, I'm a total
0: independent. There's bull no doubt. And I voted for
3: Gary Johnson. I might add. Oh, no,
0: bull crap. Yeah, <laughs> who, who was a Republican? Next I might time, add. I'll take a camera into the voting booth <laughs> and show you my ballot. Doesn't mean that you're not really a Republican. You're my handler. We've known this for years. Now, give up. Just <laughs> give handler. up. I am pissed at us. What Uh, did we miss? uh, Well, because every single year we make a prediction about Black Friday. And I was going to say this year, Black Friday would be down. And I think because typically it's like the most bought ever. Right. Yeah. Well, it was down. It was down. Revenues were down. But ABC News. And, and do people around the world understand the, the slave uh, mission that we have after this? So here's how it works in the United States of Gitmo Nation. We have a, um, a fake holiday, which uh, is meant to uh, make us feel good about uh, killing Indians. And, you know, and to celebrate that, we go kill a turkey. And we eat that, and we get drunk, and then we, you know, we put our hands in our pants and watch football, uh, and watch lots of co- commercials. And you know, man, did you just turn up the speakers because it's loud now? It's coming back. Huh. Yeah. No, no, you're just sounding louder. Let me look. Uh, maybe she just you you moved away or something changed. I'll move it down even further. All right. No, um, that's no good. So then you're gonna. <laughs> I'll continue. So then you're watching these commercials and these commercials and the news reports are telling you about Black Friday and you're gonna have to run out in the morning. Stand uh, actually that night at like eight o'clock <clears> at night. midnight. No, eight o'clock at night is when you get in line and you stand in line and then at midnight the doors open. You go in and you just grab whatever you can. Which I think, by the way, is just people stealing stuff. I don't think they're actually getting it because it's cheap. Like this is a great opportunity to rip stuff off. And yeah. and it's a total slave movement and you're supposed to be happy by these deals and of course now we have something called cyber monday which is tomorrow when we're all going to be ordering all these great deals online the whole thing is sickening but abc actually gave it the right the right moniker
11: good morning america this morning black and blue friday america's annual orgy of capitalism gets dicey scuffles over deals guns pulled over parking spots in the midst of the mayhem which items are literally flying off the shelves
0: i love orgy of capitalism
3: that's all good stuff but you know here's what i did uh-oh you know the way they do we've mentioned this a million times on this show you know you hear these reports from overseas in benghazi they're clearly ben, bengali, sweetened bengali in Bengali they're clearly sweetened now i think all the news reports should be sweetened because why should it just why should the overseas reports get sweetened and local reports don't so here's my black friday report that's been sweetened
0: uh, explain sweetened just so people understand sweetened
3: it means you do you take the clip or whatever it is, and you go into the sound room and you add gunfire and you add explosions, you add all the screaming and yelling <laughs> yeah. that isn't really on the clip. Or you do the same thing in a in a comedy show that's not funny. Right. And so you turn laughter. up the laughter, laughter. and make right. it look like it's funny. It's not yeah. funny.
5: Okay. The big pressure. The pushing. Push push oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Even taser.
0: I can't even hear what she's saying. I can't even hear the no, voice. Of it. Just you,
3: you gotta put up with it. No.
5: Shoppers consumed with the deal turning on one another. At this Walmart last year oh one used pepper spray to fight suffocation in the crowd. This is Black Friday in America. Thank you. Connecticut shopper, John. Bullshit. <laughs> you did this. I've been standing in line for 36
0: hours. <laughs> Wait, did you do this? Is this the actual report as it went out? Or did you, did you, is this what you were working it's on sweetened. all
5: week? It's sweetened. It's <laughs> sweetened. This father of an 18-month-old has been camping out for years. One year, he snapped photos as this crowd fought over $5 headphones.
6: <laughs> the shoppers just went berserk. I've never seen anything like it. People start lunging and grabbing, and you just see the arms all just go at once.
8: What is relatively
7: new are shoppers turning on other shoppers. Amy Drolet
5: is a consumer psychologist. She says competitive shopping has gotten worse, so accepted on Black Friday that it's here to stay. (laughs) Bad behavior has led to serious injuries, even death, from crushed workers and shoppers to shootings at stores. But crowds are just part of obtaining rare Black Friday deals, says Daggett.
6: I love it when they try to, you know, swing at you or anything. It's it's funny to me because everybody always gets mad when you're the one with the items that they want. No! No!
5: Driven by competition, no matter the cost. <laughs> Young Law, CNN, Los Angeles.
1: From the windows, take cover and await further instructions.
0: Nicely sweetened, John. So that's the Black Friday report. Here's a, this is guy, who's this guy's name? He is, um, I think his name is Mike, what's his name? Yes, Mark Dice. And he's written a book... The Illuminati, Facts and Fiction. It's <laughs> a very fun book to read. <laughs> so he went out cruising. He went out on, uh, on Black Friday, and he was driving by. And he has the video. People were lined up at Target, Best Buy, and Sears. They're lined up at 8 o'clock in the evening for the midnight when the doors open. And he's bullhorning them. I just want to play a little bit of this. It's very funny. Let me see.
2: 12, 7.30 p.m., and this is Target where a bunch of mainstream media-watching morons are all lined up. Look at these idiots. Because it opens at 8 o'clock. So I'm going to give them a nice welcome. You are all a bunch of mainstream media-watching morons. It's enemies of America like you that are causing our country to collapse financially. Look at your slaves lined up with your Chinese goods. How many thousands of dollars of credit card debt do you all have? I bet you don't even own an ounce of silver, do you? It's <laughs> slaves like you that are forcing these poor workers to come in and work and ruin their Thanksgiving, you zombies.
3: I love this guy. <laughs> and they I lo- love the woman with a screeching
0: voice yelling, shut up. <laughs> but they're literally looking at him like zombies. I swear to God, they're like... What? Yeah. What? He does more, let's play a little more It's so funny, I love another one Here I don't we know go. if
2: they heard me, so I'm gonna take a swing
0: <laughs> I don't think they heard me, the zombies I'm gonna go back and do it again And they start throwing stuff at him <laughs>
2: You are pawns of the Illuminati You are so ignorant You brain dead zombies you are the reason for the financial cliff that America is facing. The hyperinflation disaster. You are ignorant, consumeristic morons. <laughs> you Illuminati puppet, absolute
1: idiots. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
3: I like this guy. He's, he- by the way, by the way, <laughs> yeah. I
0: can see you doing that in just a few years. Oh, yeah, totally. Well, I, uh, <laughs> what do you mean, just and a few years? you have the bullhorn? What do, you, what, what do you think I'm doing after the show? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm going to show my support by donating to No Agenda. Imagine all the people
3: who could do that.
2: Oh, yeah, that'd be fab. Yeah,
1: on oh, No Agenda. You are
3: Well,
0: let's see what Illuminati slaves we've got here. Uh, that uh, <laughs> Hello, Illuminati slaves. In the morning. Donated to the show. Yeah, well, they're no slaves. These are the people who are awake and know what's going on. Because, my friends, news is free. It's the analysis that has value.
3: So we have uh, someone with no name, no address, no anonymous. Been meaning to donate for a f- and write for a while. It seems job karma. I asked for my husband a few months. That finally came to me. So I'm busy with new work as a librarian. Keeper of the books suits me fairly well as the, <clears throat> as the whole librarians are the quiet revolutionaries of society, although I'm sure I would have plenty of my own shut-up slave moments. Anyway, back in October, the anti-bullying month, our ninth-grade son came home with his personal no-agenda story in which he told us that a bully was defined for the school as a small-scale terrorist. Well,
0: <laughs> wait a minute. This is what they're teaching now? Yeah. the bully, So, Someone who's a bully is a, quote, small-scale terrorist. Yeah. Awesome. It,
3: Isn't that amazing? Mm -hmm. I I believe that, too. I mean, it's like the the schools teach the weirdest stuff. I was incredulous Good word. that a bully who tosses around mean words, whom I distinctly remember being taught way back to ignore, should be compared to someone who takes lives, which is just ridiculous to me. I'm sure my son was annoyed as well and couldn't help but see the manipulation. The irony is that while they are taught not to bully, the anti-bully day (coughs) had all the good slaves wearing... You have
0: to. What happens if you don't? Uh, They had to wear the T-shirts. That's what she means. It Ah, means. Yeah. She. Yeah.
3: All the same uh, T-shirts with with the... Okay, here it is. I'm sorry. I got confused. She sent a picture of this, uh, actually. All the same t-shirts with big old red targets on the back. Seriously, whose dumb idea was this? In the mind of my fourteen-year-old son, targets are for one thing only—to so- shoot something at. <laughs> Have you seen? Did are you they see implying that these kids are really victims to be? It just made no sense. But just one of those shut-up slave moments that made us all shake our heads. What a waste! This t-shirt will never be worn again by my son.
0: Stupid school system, she says. And anyway, uh, and. After reading this note, because it actually came in as an email, I have lined up as an end of show clip a five minute uh, rant from Jonathan Rauch uh, in defense of being offensive, uh, which is uh, essentially exactly about how bullying is um, being misused to temper our freedom of speech.
3: Yeah, no, that's exactly what you've been saying from the first time you heard it. Sir Jason Stevenson in Las Vegas, Las Wages, Nevada, one hundred eleven dollars eleven cents. Without comment. Chris Eisbach in Cheshire, Connecticut, one hundred one dollars and one cent. the candidate for the No Agenda Brewmaster. I just need an address for which to send some brew. I've got a great hit team in the Mouth IPA and a crackpot Kolsch ready to send. In the meantime, a little palindrome donation. Ah, uh, thanks it. for the great there Thanksgiving you. show. Any way to find out how much we have donated to date? Yeah, you can. You go to No Adjacent. Uh, <coughs> No agenda nation and, and, and register. And then when you go into the, uh, you'll see a little thing there where you, it'll
0: show you how much you've yeah. given. Noagendanation.com, uh, to be specific. Are you okay when you want to get another? I mean, we can certainly wait while you get a sip of water. Do you want to go get some? No, 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 I'm good. It's I just, awesome. I don't I know why I got some congestion. I
3: got con- too many cats in this house. I get congested.
0: Cause I mean, I can, I can play a little ditty on the slide whistle if, if you need a little time. I, I, believe me, anything but that. <laughs> okay. Uh, Sir GQ, $100. There he is. And he handed it off in person. Uh, Yes, I noticed that. He gave me some information, and he gave us a donation. Information, donation. Yeah, enough information to get him a knighthood almost. Or or a court-martial, one or the other.
3: Well, one of the two. So, Sir Gear, $100. Anonymous, so gear to you. Atlas Shrugged plus Karma for a new business venture. Simple and easy. Atlas Shrugged. By Ayn Rand. <laughs>
5: <laughs> You've got karma.
0: Oh, man, I don't have the Morse code for this one. Aha. Uh-huh. We're getting a ham donation. I, I have the 8888. I need a 7373. I don't have
3: it. You need a 7373 because we got 7373 without comment from uh, Tardik
0: Kran. Um, Internit. <laughs> Holland. I don't. I think. I don't think. I think that's Belgium. Actually, is that Belgium? I, I don't know. I don't think that's Holland. But van der Kran is a Dutch name. Hmm. Okay. We'll it's not Tardik, it. though, is it? I can't read because I have a birthday candle overlapping it. Let me see. T J A R Dick. Chardick. Chard Chardick. Char Chardick.
3: Chardick. Grebulon comes in with seventy bucks from. He's in somewhere or other. I uh, just want to wish a happy birthday to my son Ben, and he'll get listed. Thanks for the best podcast in the universe, Thomas Badrick in Nutley, New, New Jersey. sixty nine sixty nine. Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. I
0: mean, you're going way too fast for me. Yeah, jeez, man, give me a break. I'm not ready.
1: Sixty nine, sixty nine, dude. I
3: mean,
0: I, I know it's short this week, but come on. The
3: first man. of the uncalled for sixty nine, sixty nine donations, followed by Ted of Hawkeye Technologies in Vancouver, Washington, 6969. I'm donating again to the best podcast in the universe because I don't want all the non-donating boner douchebags to discourage you. I need your commentary to cut through the bullcrap that's in today's media. I'm looking forward to the federal versus state showdown on the Washington and Colorado pot laws. It should be fun to watch. Please give me a coin drop karma to support my small business.
5: You've got... Uh, let
0: me, uh, we can put this in the red book if you want, but this is not going to stand. There's no way in hell. I'm not putting it in the red book because it's obvious. That there's no way in hell that the feds are not going to leave Colorado and Washington alone because the economy will collapse in those states. So they're going to kick they kick everyone's ass and arrest everybody who's selling pot. It's not going to stand, hippies.
3: <clears throat> Ted from Hawkeye Technologies in Vancouver. Washington, 6969. I'm donating again to the best podcast in the universe because I don't want oh, oh, I just read this.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's part of R- the process. M- it's what happens at a certain point. You start repeating yourself, and then you just R-
3: keep, R- M keep M- over. R.M. Odenton in, in <laughs> Odenton, Maryland, 6969. Yeah. Yeah, very funny. Pre, please credit as R.M. in Maryland. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanks for the information and entertainment. Yeah. Uh, Edward Hartwich in... South Holland. Bergen's Hook. <coughs> Is that right? Bergen's Hook.
0: Ber- Hook. Bergen's Hook. Uh. It's the mountain corner. Bergenshoek. Bergenshoek. Berg- Bergenshoek. Oh. Oh. Bergen's
3: Hook. <coughs> Bergense Hook. Gitmo Lowlands. I finally decided to stop being a boner and give some love to the best podcast in the universe. I've been trying to propagate the formula, but to this date not with much success. No. Maybe saying that Adam and John have brought many hours of analtainment to me <laughs> doesn't do it. <laughs> what are you doing when you listen to the show? I mean, you can just... don't know, but I don't want to know. <laughs> send, okay, send pictures. Yeah, send him pictures. <laughs> By the way, I was wondering if you can sue the state of, for copyright infringement when they take your DNA. Considering the whole DNA database debate is in the lowlands, I would like a MILF Parliament mumble karma shot from the carrier of our new human resource. Please continue with the show for at least five more years. I love the analtainment brought by you two. Okay, so
0: MILF, Parliament, Mumble, Karma. Is that what he's looking for? Um, okay, where's the milf? yeah, Yeah, okay. I just need to, there we go.
1: That's
0: one hot, Bill. <laughs> <good. laughs> <laughs> what? What happened? What are you doing? I don't know. I try, I'm, I'm like I'm, I can use the new thing. The new <laughs> I can use the, the new uh the new system. Beta. It's, it's it's horrible. Hold on. Let me let me do this properly. Parliament. I'm so sorry. A I, milf uh, parliament. Yeah. No, I understand. But all of a sudden, there was like a different milf was in there. It was really weird. Yeah.
5: You've got karma. <coughs>
0: and was that it? No. 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 Well, one
3: more. This William T. Christman, the fourth in Baxter, Kentucky. Sixty nine sixty nine. Sleepy donation from Get one Nation by Bituminous. F cancer. Worked for the awesome friend Shara, but not Mom. More F cancer, please. Taking the technician test test tomorrow. Thanks, John. Karma from my few, first human resource coming soon. Happy Thanksgiving. Everybody hug your mom. Thank you, both so much.
0: Oh, that's sweet. Let's do a little f cancer and uh, pass the test, karma. You've got karma. Right on. And anyone that listens to our show
1: 69, can. 69,
3: anyone who listens to our show can pass that test easily. Yeah. Heather Simpkin in Henley on Thames, Oxfordshire. I don't have the thing. Let me open up this spreadsheet. Yeah. Uh, 60 bucks, no comment. Martin Osterhout, Albany, New York, 5757. Missed the show's fifth birthday donation of 5555, 55, but just turned 57 on my birthday. So here's 5757. 57. Keep it uh, easy for Adam. <laughs> Keeping yeah. it easy for Adam. Just give me a little karma as I'm looking for a different job and could use the help. Yeah, in other words,
0: just the karma. I don't have to, like, search for all the jingles. You know, that's ah. easy for me. You've got Thank you. karma. appreciate it. Edward Jacobs in Providence, North
3: Carolina, double nickels on the dime. Listener since 2009, needing a douching for not donating more often a dose of karma for my upcoming appearance in front of the county planning board when I asked for a 36 month variance to build to the building code requirement and a little girl yay for my kitty pat rascal. She lays on the table where the speakers are when no agenda is on. I think she likes the boom, boom, boom of Adam's deep voice vibrating the table when he talks. Uh, Once I have both (laughs) hips replaced, geez, go through rehab and return to full employment. I will try to donate more and more often. Thanks for watching. C-SPAN listening to Stephanie Miller hint and deciphering government legislation so I don't have to keep up the great work. Okay, first
0: of all, am I to understand this is a drunk cripple? Or is he a drunk? Uh, uh, rehab.
3: No, rehab also refers to when you have, you know, you you have a, an operation oh. or you have a broken oh. arm and you have to get rehab. I like the drunk cripple better. It's I'm not like the drunk a, cripple. We got
0: a drunk cripple listening.
3: <laughs> no, no, no. He's a guy that's going to have two hips replaced, the poor bastard. Have it's going to take him six months to get back on his feet.
0: Yeah, I, and to your pussy there, hey, how you doing, pussy? What?
7: you've been deduced. I want to remind people on,
3: out there that listen on, to our hold
7: on. you've got karma quit stepping
5: on the karma
3: I want to remind people out there that listen to our show we would be off the air from Adam's usage of the word cripple because oh. some <laughs> advertiser would say that is not right and can I tell you something I have a son who has a bad leg and they somebody called him it's very hurtful.
0: Can I tell you that that I often meet people who are cripple and then I say, "Hey man, bummer you're a cripple." And when you get it out there right right off the bat, people like it. People who are cripple feel like, oh, okay. We've got the elephant out of the room." For some reason, and Mickey's always amazed by this. I have a knack for just saying the obvious. And also because I'm not perfect, you know, "Hey, I got Tourette's. How's that crippleness doing?" You know,
3: yeah, be- but you have a big, a, a lovely, gigantic smile. You usually flash <laughs> yes,
0: in works. an Obama-like way <laughs> that gets you off the hook. Hello, everybody. Hello, cripple. Wouldn't it be funny if the president went, hello, everybody. Hello, cripple. would be cool if he just came out and just said it. Hey, you were yeah. the PTSD. How you doing? <laughs> Freak out
3: lately? Sarah Nelson in Algona, Washington. Double nickels on the dime. My husband is incredibly hard to shop for, so he has asked me to donate to your show for our one-year anniversary. He listens every week. Please give him a karma slide whistle action.
0: (laughs) Well, I think she's listening, too. Yeah, she that knows, must be. If she knows it's action. Well, that's very sweet. That's a lovely gift. And of course, do you have your slide whistle, John, or do you not bring it up there? I don't I don't I, I can't travel with the slide whistle. It
3: will get confiscated by T S A as a weapon. Luckily I've got mine,
5: so you've got karma. Happy
3: anniversary. Val- Valeska Arnenson in Aloha, Oregon. Fifty dollars. This is Valeska Arnison. I'm donating on behalf of my husband. Two in a row. Chris Arnison for his birthday. Can you give him a de douching since this is his first donation? Some birthday karma and a little French girl. Shut up, slave. We
0: don't have Congrats. a French girl. We don't have a. Yeah, <laughs> she's
3: probably thinking of the Italian. <laughs> we don't have a French girl. <laughs> no, we don't. Oh, Monsieur, shut up, please. Congratulations to Adam for passing his general class test. Thank you guys for a great show. Keep up the keep it up, Valeska.
0: So, do we have two women in a row donating on behalf of their husbands? This is very nice. This is great. It's very very. I think we have to recommend. We should do that. I'll mention the newsletter. People should be giving a Christmas donation. No, No, these on behalf of their husbands. But these are the women who should be on CNN heroes. That's the one I was missing. So we've got the teacher. We've got the nurse. We've got the the blown up veteran, and we've got women who donate for their husbands to the No Agenda show. I think that's beautiful. So, uh, de douching and f- little French girl. Just pretend she's French,
1: okay?
7: <laughs> You've been deduced.
8: Shut up, slave. Stancito, oh, schiavo. Oh, 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 oh.
4: You've got karma.
3: There you go. Sounded like French. Eh, not really. So that's uh, the extent of our donations there for show. Four six four, a palindrome
0: uh, show, as a matter of fact. Yeah, not a single four six four. Not a single four six four donation for the palindrome. Interestingly enough, that's yeah, weird. Yeah, and it's weird. Uh, you really. know, that's what really. happens. It
3: is inconsistent. Also, this is the holiday. The, the Sunday after the holiday, nobody's really listening. It's pretty bad. They'll catch up, I hope, on Thursday. Yeah. Well, the way you can support this show. Yes, go ahead. I'm sorry. Before you go on to that, uh, we have to make a correction Uh for Laurie. Oh, yes. No, we have to do a a, a re-knighting. Are you kidding me? A re-knighting. So put him on the list. And he's now a black knight because it's got screwed up. And I want to remind people that black knighthoods are only obtained by
0: us screwing up. Okay. And, um, well, can you explain what happened and how we can uh, avert well,
3: this? Well, is Finnish, and apparently in Finland, every female name that we think of is fi- female in the United States is actually all guys. Uh, I think the only female—I think there is one female name in all of Finland, and uh, <laughs> I don't even know what it is because I haven't gotten a female donor. So, so Lori, which is who who uh, Eric DeShill actually met,
0: along oh. with comic book blogger, in Helsinki. Wait a minute, did Eric Eric meet met Comic Strip Comic Strip blogger? No, no, no. Is, is, yes, yes, he met Comic Strip no, blogger. No no, and no, 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 no. It's it's the other guy. It's Luke, not Comic Strip blogger.
3: Oh, I thought it was Comic. Okay, met Luke. Right. All right. So. Please. Easy. Well, it's possible. Yeah. And well, whoever he met, he did meet. The, he met Laurie, who he thought was the greatest guy ever. So, anyway, you know, Eric is Finnish. Really? Is that- He's going to get his Finnish citizenship, as a
0: matter of fact. <laughs> and what will I get him? will get him <laughs> fishing <laughs> rights. What, what do you get for that? What do you get for? Well, you get the safety fin-
3: of being a Finnish citizen. Oh, that's But great. he also gets uh, health care. Uh, because Eric was born with a with a with a defective valve in his heart. It hasn't oh. really made any difference to him. I mean, he's still normal, but he's still alive. Clearly, well, no, I mean, he's healthy too. But the but theoretically, he's going to have to have it operated on someday. And, and it's uh, one of those so, valve minute, so operations that. So,
0: so, so- well, wait it's a, a rip operation. Yeah, well, let me just understand. So he is gouging the state of Finland without paying no, taxes. No, he's Finnish. No, it's I a understand. socialist country. No, I understand, but you had don't you have to like pay taxes in Finland if you are if you're going to take advantage of the system? He's going to I don't know. I don't I'm not Finnish. Well, then don't, all don't I know bring is
3: him, He did the math and it's a good deal. And don't bring it up if you don't know. I mean, no, don't pretend like Well, I'm just telling you what he's going to do. I'm not going to I don't I can't answer all the questions for him. Well, you brought him up. I mean, he's, hes He definitely, he obviously did the math. No, I, I brought up that he's going to be Finnish, and you asked why. <laughs> I didn't ask why he was Finnish. You said Finnish, so he can eat herring? I mean, you had some some snide comment. No, you said he's... You have no respect for the Finns.
0: I do it when, uh, you're right, I don't. I don't.
10: Dvorak, Dvorak, dot org Finns. slash N-A. But we're going to re him. It's- Shows that
0: I do have respect for the Finns. Let's say happy birthday to Grebulon's son, Ben, who turned four last Thursday. Martin Osterhout congratulates himself, turned 57 on the 21st. Congratulations, Martin. And Valeska Arneson uh, says happy birthday to her husband, Chris Arneson. His birthday is coming up on the 26th. It's on a Monday. I love it when wives do that for their husbands. That is true love and vice versa, of course. Happy birthday from all your buddies here at the No Agenda Show. And so we have uh, two black knights and one straight-up knight who we're going to crown today. Um, do you have that uh, that thing? Yeah, I got the little one here. I can of this house. Yeah, pull it out. It's not that little, actually. Sounds Mark, the same. Mark Borghese. Mikkel Merch Anderson. And Laurie, Sir Laurie, step forward, all three of you are today becoming knights of the No Agenda Round Table. Mikkel, you will be a Black knight, as will you, Laurie. Thank you so much for your donation to the amount of $1,000 or more. And Mark as well. So hereby I pronounce thee Sir Mark. Sir Miko, Black Knight, and Sir Lowry, Black Knight, all knights of the Round Roundtable. Come on over for your hookers and blow, rent boys and chardonnay, hot pants and booze, wenches and beer, rubinous women and rosé, geishas and sake, vodka and vanilla, and gerbils and ginger ale.
3: So our tax rate is running around 30%, and it's going to go up, thanks to Obama at 39. In Finland, the income tax rate national for an individual is between 6.5 and 29.7.
0: You have to be making millions to get that high rate. Um, I think it's a, well, yeah, but then, but the way they do uh, park, uh, um, moving violations is you you can get fined like $10,000 for speeding.
3: Well, you can get fined over $1,000 in California and in Washington state, they find you for going one mile over the speed limit. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But the weird thing here is I'm looking at the taxes. The weird thing here is they have a church tax. In where? Inland. Really? One percent to two point five percent.
0: They need a no agenda tax. Wouldn't that be nice if we just got a tax and just got like a credit every year from the but then of course we wouldn't be able to say anything.
3: No. Mm-hmm. You don't know that.
0: Yeah, I know that. I what's do, the I worst they could that. do? They
3: take the tax away.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah.
3: So what uh, were you gonna say besides go to org slash I
0: already said that. Oh, you, you said what? No, I said nothing. What are you talking about?
3: So I got a clip. This is a clip that you'd like. Uh, Max Kaiser, you know, the financial guy that's on Russia today, because mm-hmm. that's the only place you get a gig. Do you know
0: that Stacy, the woman who's on, that's his fiance. Oh, his co-host? Yeah, he's doing her.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. Well, I she's feeding him softballs. I guess he's feeding her softballs too. Heyo. So morning. anyway, um, he, he he's saying now is that the end of the world is near. Of course, he says this all the time. Unfortunately, but he's mentioned that. KKR, Kravitz, Colvis, and Roberts, whatever, you know, that big... Yeah, the, uh, v- uh, the, the private buyout, equity. The, the, the buyout, buyout guys, yeah, yeah. They've decided to... They're bundling a bunch of their deals and selling them off to the public. And Kaiser suspiciously says these guys would never do that unless they were going to collapse. And so they say that he thinks the whole thing's a scam. Hmm. And he's in London now, apparently. Yeah,
0: he, he used to be in Paris, and now he moved the outfit to London. I'm not sure why he did that.
3: I don't know, but he sure likes to bitch about it. And here's where he goes off on the queen.
5: ...out of control situation here. And it was mostly due to the lower uh, corporate tax receipts.
2: Right, because the economy is shrinking due to the scandals of the banks, the four horsemen of the paper apocalypse. Royal Bank of Scotland, Lloyds, HSBC, and did I mention Barclays? So these are the four (laughs) major protagonists in a tragedy called the killing of the U.K. economy. And George Osborne, of course, and and uh, David Cameron, they're going to need the global market to buy their debt. They, they need more debt to keep themselves afloat, even though the country's gone completely into a zombie state. So what is Cameron doing to Euro? the Eurozone, which could be a natural buyer of his debt. He's saying, no, no, we don't want to be a part of the Eurozone. He's antagonistic toward his men, his, his boss, Angela Merkel. You know, He's antagonistic. <laughs> uh, who's going to be buying the bonds of the U.K. to finance their economy going forward? Not the Eurozone. No, no, no. Who's going to be buying these bonds? Oh, KKR? They can sell the Tower of London for uh, 10 cents on the dollar? Sell Buckingham Palace for $50 billion, and let's get over this whole royalty thing, because that's a big big Waste of money. They got dual do a leverage buyout of Buckingham Palace. Do a leverage buyout of the Queen and all the spawn of the Queen and the Duke and get, get rid of this debt. Put them on a the stamp, put them on a the flag, but get rid of them as physical entities because they're mucking up the economy. As soon as you threaten that,
5: of course, there will be a genuine old fashioned debt jubilee. The Queen will say, I dispense with this debt. It is gone, KKR. Well, you
2: know, Queen, listen to me. Queen Elizabeth, KKR is in your backyard threatening you. Declare a debt jubilee for this country and drive the snakes of KKR and other private equity groups out of Britain. Do your country a favor, Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> drive out the snakes of Cobra Kravis and Roberts. Now l- let me
0: say something. I uh, this is not one of my favorite Max Kaiser bits. Um and I don't and I'm now that I know that uh, he and Stacy are in bed together literally it's annoying to me. Um <laughs> it is. No it's, it no it's just annoying because you know I can see him yelling at her in the bedroom which is I get all kinds of weird visions. But I think he's in London. I think he's on someone's payroll. I think he sold out. I think he's yelling about certain things on the Behest of someone else. That, that is what I think is going on. And, and that's part of the reason for his move close to the city of London, the banking city, which is his own entity, uh, is his handlers want him close to the vest. And, uh, he couldn't be in France anymore to do this. I think he sold out. And he's yelling about people and companies, but he's not yelling about all of them. And the, what, the Queen business was dumb. That was not a funny bit. Cause, cause what's really happening is if, Here's what I expect him to talk about, as there was a big meeting in, uh, in Brussels where all of the Euro uh, chiefs came together and to talk about the budget for the next decade, as they say it, which actually means decade, but they say decade. And here's Haiku Herman talking about that.
9: We'll need some more time to finalize the solution. This is the budget for the rest of the decade. And the next seven years would he actually said properly this time. be crucial to put Europe back on the path of recovery and growth. So we must get it right. There is no need to dramatize. These budget negotiations are so complex that it generally takes two goes. My feeling is uh, that uh, we can go further, uh, but it takes some preparatory work. And it has to be balanced. There is a political will to break some taboos and to find an agreement, finally. Uh, but in the state of play at this stage is that on the basis of my proposal, there is no agreement.
0: I love how he takes, he literally took 15 minutes, I cut it down, to say there's no deal, there's no agreement on budget. That's what Max Kaiser should be reporting on, is that, that everyone's trying to figure out how to screw the slaves more, and he's there yelling about KKR, qui bono on that. I think he sold out. Uh, I'm not saying he didn't. I'm not a big
3: Max Kaiser fan. I just thought it was funny that I would ask the queen for a jubilee or
0: anyone's even bringing it up as becoming a meme. Well, we, I think we were the first ones to talk about the debt jubilee, uh, a month ago, ago. well, but we, as recent as a month, ago, it was a long time ago. Yeah. We brought it up and then we talked about, and then we, we went into what that means and it's every, what is it? According to the Bible every 50 years, I think there should be there I needs don't remember, to
3: remember somebody in the chat some bible guy in the chat
0: room might know hey bible guy <laughs> hey bible guy you in there <laughs> pipe up bible guy uh, meanwhile back here at home where we live uh little timmy
11: um he had this to say Do you agree with alan greenspan we ought to just eliminate the debt
10: ceiling oh absolutely you do
11: will, we, will you propose that
10: well, you know, this is only something only Congress can solve. Congress right. put it on itself. We've had a hundred years of experience with it, and I think only once, last summer, uh, did people decide to use it to threaten default on the American credit for the first time in history as a tool for political advantage. And that's not a that's not a tenable but strategy. So is now
1: country. the
0: time to eliminate it?
10: Oh, it would have been time a long time ago to eliminate it. The sooner, the better.
0: So he actually wants the. The debt ceiling just eliminated altogether so he can just do whatever he wants. He's like, hey, print up more, 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 more. Is this a yeah. good policy?
3: Well, it depends on your perspective. I think most people would say no. But, of course, my thesis, which is that you should be printing more money by the ton, hmm. is that, yeah, it's a fine, fine idea.
0: Well, but could, but should we just, so let's say you are the, uh, the, the Bernanke and and you can do whatever you want i mean should we just let you go for, go forever and ever or should we give you a stop somewhere you know like there should be some backstop i mean well, not-
3: i think you should go well here's the way it would work you'd go for as long as you could and then the economy would collapse now
0: <laughs> Great. i know it's kind of a weird theory <laughs> but, <laughs> There we are. Yeah. Okay. Hi, John. You should just have you know, walk around making that sound. and Then it will collapse
3: in 2017, whatever you do. The thing is, it's going to collapse anyway. But so this- do you want to go through a, a miserable collapse that go that drags on forever, because the last time we had when we went through a miserable collapse, which was in 1929, it dragged on to 1940 because you had a, a party in power, the Democrats, that did everything they could to make sure that because they couldn't fix it. And they didn't know how what they were doing and instead of a normal collapse, which lasts about a year and a half. And it's you because they don't try to fix it. The old old school was especially in 2008 was let these banks fail. Let these guys go out of business. Let them go through bankruptcy. Let General Motors go through bankruptcy. It doesn't mean they're going to stop making cars. It just means that they they have a jubilee. Mm. Bankruptcy is jubilee. And everybody, you know, restarts. Stop, and stop, then stop, they, stop,
0: stop, 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 stop. Say that again? Bankruptcy is jubilee? Well, jubilee is
3: a broad basing, but it's individual jubilee. Yeah. I've got a million dollars in debt and i got $500,000 in assets. I go bankrupt, now I'm a clean slate. Well,
0: this is a great idea. What's the downside?
3: Well, the downside is that everybody does it then there's going to be zero liquidity out there for, You know, for anybody getting any money because there won't be any money left, but there's no real downside to bankruptcies. It's part of the system, and it's part of the system for banks to go bankrupt.
0: Hmm. Um, so I was, but talk- you know,
3: they wouldn't let the banks go bankrupt, so they gave them a jubilee. They should have given the public one and let the banks sort it out. Hmm. Anyway, so that's what happens, and that's what's going to happen. Okay, but you know, Bernanke, I think, is totally familiar with this kind of thinking, and he wants to crank the presses up. But everybody knows that it's it's considered a bad idea. Oh, they're printing money. They're printing money, not realizing that in 1849, when gold was discovered, it was the equivalent of printing money. You went out to your backyard. And you picked up a nugget. All of a sudden, this, this is now worth something you didn't have before
0: the day before. Well, if we could only make dog poop the new gold, then we'd be in business. Just make that valuable. Just say, Hey, dog poop is now the new gold. And we'd be,
10: this, I tell you, I'd be
0: the richest guy in this area. Look at this nugget over here. This is a really good <laughs> nugget I found. So, but I was talking to the kids last night and I want to make sure I'm not giving them false information. Um, because you know the the kids today, you know, like Buzzkill Junior's age. He's what twenty four? Uh, no, he's older. He's older. 25. Yeah. Oh, okay. So these kids are twenty twenty two, and 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 they're looking at like you know what kind of future do they have? And I told them last night. I said it's going to suck until two thousand seventeen, but then it's going to be great. Do I have to revise that? Did I get it the wrong way around?
3: Well, here's what here's what the cycle, the classic worst case scenario cycle, and even a best case scenario cycle hit 2017 is an issue. And what happens is you get a run up, and everything looks good, and you can probably position yourself in a nice job to coast because you have a secondary collapse in 2017, which will happen in one way or the other, and and then it goes flat. It looks like it's going flat, but that's the that's your opportunity right there because from then on until. Uh, 20, 25, 26. Everything's rosy, so uh, it picks up, except for one small issue. And, and this is again my. Uh, okay, well, stop, 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 stop,
0: stop, 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 stop. Before you continue, just say that in short. So. So it suck until 2017, then it's good until 2025? Is that what you said?
3: No, you have a you have what – things are actually beginning to get good, and so you have a run-up and then a collapse,
0: the second collapse. Give me the collapse. dates. Give me the, when does it suck? When is it good? Make it simple for me.
3: I would say that when you if you really want to be conservative, you th- put all your money and in invest everything you have starting in 2018, 2019. After it collapses in 2017. Because there's, there's like a uh, bull will, but trap no, no wait, I'm
0: confused. You told me that we're going to have the big collapse in March of 2013. Now it's right. 2000. So, so what happens between 2013 and 2017? Flat. Nothing goes on. Bad. So nothing happens. Then 2017, that's when the run-up starts to 2025 when we have the mega collapse.
3: Yeah, but what happens is a, the run-up usually results in a, in a minor collapse that looks like it's never going to end. But that's bull crap. It's just a trick.
0: It's a trap. All right. Let me ask you this. though. This is too complicated. You you, you, you know, no wonder you haven't written the book. You keep rewriting it. It's like it's I always have changed. Not
3: changed any of these opinions. Oh.
0: OK, so when is everything over? When is it like the 80s and 90s? Hookers and blow and party time again. When does that start? Well, there's a complication.
3: Oh, now, let me tell you what it is. 2020 is when you can just throw all your money into anything, you will make you'll be rich. 22. But here's the problem: uh-huh. eight years. Every from now. Okay. eighty years, yeah, there is a massive uh, dislocation, uh, war style. It started with the American Revolution. Eighty years later, we had the Civil War. Eighty years later, we had World War Two. And eighty years later is twenty twenty.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm hmm.
3: And. Trying to scope out what's going to happen in 2020 drone wars, we have no idea because every one of these wars is a little different. There was a revolutionary period in the 1700s. Civil war is a totally alien thing we'll never have again in this country. That was different, and then World War II, which was stemmed from World War One in many ways, was crazy, and we we probably won't see anything like that again because with all the nukes we've got, we just nobody's going to do that. So it'd be something else. I think it's going to be some sort of proxy war. Uh, with drones or something along those lines. I have no idea. To be drones flying over foreign drones, shooting at us. I don't know. Hmm.
0: But that's a complication. But that's but, that's that's going to be nineteen twenty, twenty twenty. I I don't think so. I think it's going to be different. I think it will be a cyber war, and it will be about um, bits and bytes, power on, power off. I believe even in two thousand, but this no. Obama twenty no, no Obama's term this term that we have that he has is the four years he's going into we will see most likely false flag we will see a cyber attack that takes down at least a part if not all of the power grid for a period of time we're going to see that and and I think it's coming in 2013 it'll be a part of the your 100 years uh, antiquated infrastructure. Um, because we're going to need that. We're going to need to put people to work and doing something. We're going to need warfare for the 2020 war. So I think a cyber war is the easiest because you can still do all the damage. You, you don't kill people in the old-fashioned way. You know, they they you kill them by you know the, you know their uh, their stuff doesn't work. You know, their electricity doesn't. You know, it's just like yeah, they, they get cold and yeah, die. Yeah, they die off. You know, it's just simple. It's a simple way to do it. It's really frightening. Uh, and uh, and only the hackers and the, the sysadmins will be the ones who, uh, who who keep us alive and help us survive. And they're our friends, which is good. <laughs>
3: well, it's, I don't know. I said, I, you know, this, the, these things are always, you never know how they're going to shake out. You can only, I only know the cycle and I can just kind of surmise what might happen. You're probably, you could be right. It could mm. be that. I, I think drones are more exciting.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think it's, I think the drones is just a temporary thing. Um, but, but, well, actually, you can combine the two. You can take drones that are hacked and then you know and they're and they 're flying them into towers yeah, well, no, I mean you know drone the wrong people, and you know yeah, they, they could all be a part of it hmm. meanwhile there 's some weird protests going on, uh, particularly in Euroland, where things appear to be on fire now there 's I put a video in the video section of the show notes, uh, by the way, show notes you get as a part of your value-for-value uh, value proposition, 464.nashownotes.com. Also, noagendanewsnetwork.com, where you can uh, always get the latest news as it rolls through on a, 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 a minutely basis, literally. And the video is titled, Excerpts of German Documentary About the General Failure of Europe. Uh, It has subtitles. It's very, very good. Uh, It's about 15 minutes. You must watch this. It shows all the rioting, all the crap that's going on. But I I have a question about this next report which comes from Euronews. I have a question about this particular protest, John.
6: Italian teachers and students have once again hit the streets of Rome, just ten days after protests about the latest cuts to the education budget turned violent. Despite spending less than almost all wealthy countries on education, according to the most recent OECD figures, the Italian government has repeatedly cut spending in the sector in recent years. (laughs) These are not shields to fighting clashes, we're carrying these for effect. They have important messages on them, which we'd like to send everyone here. We're protesting against the cuts to the education budget that were carried out by both the Berlusconi and Monti governments. The protest went ahead without police authorization. Security personnel stayed on high alert in case of further clashes. Teachers and students are also worried about a controversial bill currently being discussed in Parliament, which would allow schools to bid for private funding. And then there's the problem of work once students leave education. The jobless rate among young people in Italy stands at 35%.
0: So I listened to this report, and I'm going back to my own school days. Now, back in the day, um, I hoped for nothing but the school to crumble and then not to be any money for teachers. I'm like, yay, less school. Hated school. You know, and now we have young kids protesting because the government's not funding the school enough? It makes no sense to me. And then I thought, wait a minute. Are these commie bastards, are are they just trying to stay in school longer so they don't have to go out into the workplace where there's no work? Is that what's going on? Can you explain this to me?
3: <coughs> well, you kind of, it surprises me that this is a shot to you because we've already seen it, it's, I guess, a year, year and a half ago where the... Brits had uh, had this issue where the kids went, didn't like the higher tuitions. They made a big fuss about it.
0: Oh, yes, you're right. You're right. And you're then right, we right. had
3: the Canadian thing, the the Red Square the people, Quebecs, the They're Quebecians. the Quebecers. Yeah. They, they and they actually took over some seats Ke- in
0: Parliament. Quebecistan. So this is a major, major trend in the in the world. So the trend is. Oh, oh, of course not. And they don't want it to be publicly. They don't want it to be commercialized. Because then they know that they're definitely not going to get, you know, a free ride because, you know, commercial companies don't work that way. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, just rethink it. You'll come up with something. No, no, I'm I'm, I'm starting to understand. But we don't have that here in, in America. No, we just have uh, some <laughs> other kind of scam yeah. going on. I mean, it is it still surprises me. And it, it the only thing I can come up with is it just it must be the drugs that we have all these kids on. It just really surprises me how no one is angry. (laughs) No one's no one's out protesting. No one's out Nobody protests
3: anymore in the United States.
0: Anything at all. Anything.
3: It's Well when they do then the the media doesn't cover it and they're quashed and there's no point in it. Yeah. We're talking about education? Yes. I got a little iPads bad for kids report. It's kind of interesting to me.
6: Experts have cautioned against letting toddlers below three years old to get too familiar with mobile devices. They say it might hamper their ability to learn as they grow. Three-year-old Randy Smith has been playing with an iPad since he was two and his parents say he is quite familiar with some of the mobile device's advanced features. But experts we spoke to believe children his age should spend more time interacting with their physical environment. They say interacting too much with a virtual interface could interfere with a child's ability to understand the world around him.
3: Wow! Yeah, and this, this little kid they had in the report. Yeah, he had an iPhone in his hand. He wouldn't take put it down or stop looking at it and poking
0: at it. Right. I think it's sick. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, it is sad. Well, don't isn't isn't it kind of true that in throughout human history, technology eventually gets us into big trouble. Well. Better living in a cave. Well, but you know, so we were living in caves and then we invented fire. And then fire eventually, you know, got us to the point where we were burning each other down. And that was technology one. And then we, you know, had the wheel and then we were running each other down. And then we had gunpowder and then we were killing each other down. And, you know, it just keeps on going. I mean, so won't we eventually just be cybering each other to death? I mean, isn't it, 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 <clears throat> seems, it seems I think like you stick with your stick with
3: your theory. I like this. you going to you can develop this into a small e-book and I, <laughs> a giblet, a
0: giblet on Amazon. A giblet. <laughs> <And> yes. <laughs> it's a very small book. It's about four pages. I just wrote it. So, by the way, did you hear this story? The UK takes foster children. Yeah. Do you have a, I have a clip? Do you have a clip? I have a clip. We'll have a competitive clip. Well, no, let me hear your clip. Yeah. Hold on a second. Let this me. is amazing, this story. You need, I mean, do you need to set it up or just go into it?
3: Yeah, this, 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 story, this is the setup.
5: This, by all accounts, is a family with an exemplary fostering record. They've been fostering kids what? for the last 12 years. Been,
3: what? The front of the clip is missing. I'll set it up.
0: This is, um, it says UK takes foster children. That's yeah, what, yeah, yeah. I don't
3: know what happened to the front of it. I, 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 uh,
0: you know, oh, whatever. What, you know what, here Listen, my, clip explains, my clip. clip explains it better.
3: The
5: Education Secretary has condemned the decision of Rotherham Borough Council to remove three children from the care of a couple because they're members of the UK Independence Party. Michael Gove said the decision is indefensible. Rotherham Council said it's launching an immediate inquiry and that it has taken the action because of UKIP's stance on immigration as the siblings were EU migrants. Now speaking to BBC News this morning, the head of Children's Services at Rotherham Borough Council, Joyce Thacker, said Social Services took the decision because the children's long-term needs were not being met people can be of any political party but I have to weigh up um, the appropriateness of placing children in certain settings so um, I might be criticised for example of placing um, Pakistani children in a non-Pakistani household for example if the family if the birth family were keen that they remain brought up um, uh, in that faith and that culture Uh, because I would be having to think to myself can the host family the foster carers meet the cultural and ethnic needs of the family so there's absolutely no difference to this one really so as I say um, in different circumstances, a perfectly good foster, good foster. But I had to take the decision uh, in contractual Legal Advice as to the longer-term future for the
7: children. You
0: know, I, I thought a long time about what is going on here, and although I'm not entirely sure where this is coming, this is a PR move by someone, no doubt. Did you have a thought on that before I, I, I dive into well, what there's think... an election in the
3: area where the Independence Party is, is uh, actually got a candidate that probably wouldn't win but could now. So there's that angle. So the, the Independence Party, for anyone out there, Americans in particular, this is the party that Nigel Farage belongs to, and it's a it's a small party of about twelve percent of the public in the UK that believes that the EU sucks right. and that uh, they shouldn't let every Pakistani that wants to come and become a Brit well, be no, no. one. Well,
0: actually, no. So this is a little different in this case. What the woman says So the council, by the way, in no, I'm uh, just
3: talking about the, the independence party in general, the way they're perceived.
0: Well, it's very what you said about Europe is very, very important because the way they're perceived is different, I think, from obviously from what is going on. They do not want the influx of uh, East Europeans, Europeans from the Balkan states coming into or onto an island. So it's, it's, it's very weird when you have an island because it tends to get full and difficult to manage that uh, when you just open up the borders, which, by the way, is no longer true. You, it's not that easy to get in anymore, but they're all in, essentially. And, uh, in the council, so this kind of the local government in the, in Gitmo Nation East, it's very, very frightening the power these people have and the things they do. These are the people that put uh, hidden cameras into your trash cans, you know, the ca- cameras in people's houses to make sure that they're treating their children. They take children away, protecting child protective services, uh, if they're too fat. You know, all kinds, it's just, it's really, really gitmo nation to the extreme. Very, very frightening. And when you see this woman talking, you, you just, you throw up in your mouth. I mean, it's like a little Hitler, a little Valerie Jarrett Hitler woman. And you can just see it like, oh my God, you're such a, ugh. So what is happening here is these so it, these children are in a foster home, and they've been placed into a different foster home, with the judgment with the no
3: no they weren't placed in a different yes, foster home I
0: understand no, they were placed in an orphanage, no I, mm, I think they were being put into a different foster home. That's not the report I have. Yeah, well, I've, go I, on. I've been researching this for kind of like two days, so they were in a foster home. But these foster parents are members of the U.K. independent party who believe that that uh, Europeans should get out. These two children are uh, Eastern Europeans, exactly the kind that the U.K. IP party thinks should be kicked out. So the council is saying this is a bad situation for them because these foster parents uh, are against... Yeah, it's a very weird reasoning, obviously, but they're against having these types of human resources, even being in Gitmo Nation at all, analogous to um, not putting Pakistani orphans with Pakistani foster parents. That's what they're saying. I think it's a big PR job. I'm not quite sure who's benefiting because it's sick and twisted, and it just shows you how demented the United Kingdom really is. You know, we don't get much donations from the UK anymore. It's just dropped off the face of the earth. Yeah, because they're sick and demented over there. It's like <laughs> sick and people demented. have because I mean, because all people do there is drink. You know, Christina has a lot of friends on uh, <clears throat> on Facebook. From you know, she she basically grew up her her formative years as a teenager were in in and around London. And these kids, I, I love them. You know, they're very very sweet. I know them all, and and. Uh, they're they're amounting to absolutely nothing, zero. They're amounting to nothing, John. There's no work. There's no place to go. They're all living at home. If they're not living at home, they're living around at their friends' houses. They're, they're couch surfing. Um, I'm generalizing, and I'd love to hear from some some of our producers in Gitmo Nation East. But I agree. It's it, it, I think they're just lying in the gutter in a drunken stupor, and they're not listening to podcasts anymore.
3: Well, it could be. Uh... Well, I only have one last weird clip, which goes off topic a little bit, but the, I just thought this was peculiar when I saw it on one of the foreign broadcasts, the priests versus imams. Okay. Just play it and you'll see what it's about.
11: Bosnia. Catholic priests and Muslim imams face off in a charity soccer match. Religious leaders from both groups came up with the idea after local authorities said the city needed money for a new kindergarten. Thousands of fans bought tickets to the match and cheered whoever scored. The priests won 5-3. to three.
0: Was it a reality show?
3: <laughs> Isn't this going to cause some sort of an incident? The priests beat the imams
0: five to three. <laughs> where was the, where did this take place? What what wonderful in uh, Bosnia. <laughs> uh, oh, but, uh, when is this? Uh, is this an all production? Uh, Mark Burnett will they be bringing this to, uh, <laughs> Mark to Burnett to Fox? That actually would be a great show. Hey, we have priests versus imams. This is a great. It's a fantastic show. You know, talking
3: about that sort of thing, I'm up here in the you know Canadian border, so I watch Canadian TV. And get, last night they didn't have any of the American football games, so I missed all of them. But I got to see, and I didn't realize it was Canadian because I got to watch the Saskatchewan Sirens mm-hmm. play the Vancouver Angels mm-hmm. in lingerie football
0: bowl. What is uh, lingerie like? They play in lingerie? Yeah. No. Yeah, it's well, it's chase. kind of
3: it's lingerie with some padding. But they is, need for football. It, it's a football game. But is it women or, or dudes? It's women. Oh, wi- There's women jocks. The same kind of women that would be wrestlers. Lingerie. Women jocks. What is it called? L- it's called lingerie football bowl. B-O-W-L. And it's, a, and it's a major sport. I apparently in Canada my, my wife was watching. She's renamed the teams the Saskatchewan
0: sluts. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, my God. Here's a picture of two of the contestants tonguing each other. Oh, there you have it. <laughs> oh, my God. Is this, is this available show on television? Notes. Show notes. Hello. Yes, big time show notes. Oh, my goodness. This is, this is on Canadian television? Yeah. So let's get those sling boxes, everybody. We need to, we need to understand <laughs> what's happening. Oh, my goodness. Wow. And they play football. Yeah. Oh Tackle my- football. I cannot believe that we don't have this in America. This is fantastic. I mean, I'm, I think football is a great sport now. Wow.
3: You can get a franchise here on the <laughs> I-L-F-L-U-S dot <laughs> com site. We,
0: we can get a franchise? Really? <laughs> I'm putting this in the show notes. Well, should, I should, I'll i put it under sports is good. Hold on. Sports, <laughs> sports is good. Is good. And you can find that. It's a new category uh, here on the show. Wow! 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 Wow!
3: Now they say it's an American. I would look at this American lingerie football league, and it says it's America, but these are Canadian teams playing each other. I don't see the Americans involved.
0: But these these are Canadian women. Canadian women are hot. It's basically for those of you, of course, listening to the podcast in the car, thinking you know, trying to drive and Google this with one hand. Stop because you're going to crash when you see the the images. Um, It's basically the cheerleaders are playing football. That That's essentially what it is. But they have, like, lingerie on. Oh, my God. Well, see, not I guess it's kind of lingerie. It's, there are no
3: field goals, no punts. It's a kickoff to start the game in second half. The team must attempt to get a first down on every fourth. Yeah, so it's the and, same. And they, te- well, no, because they don't punt. Uh, uh, right. There are seven women on each side of the 50-yard field. It's like arena football. It's kind of closer to arena football. It's a quarterback, couple running backs. And they go for it. It's really something to see.
0: Uh, let me see if there's video. Video. This is uh, this is. I love that first picture I got though of like the the, <laughs> the two contestants kissing each other. Sexy. My goodness. So who won? Who won the uh, two thousand? Ah, uh, uh,
3: it... you know, it was tied six to six at the half, and I went to do some clips. <laughs> I don't know who won. It was the Sa- it was the Saskatoon. I can look it up. Saskatchewan, and they probably play out of
0: Saskatoon. That'd be my guess. <laughs> yeah, John. Yeah. So so let me just get this straight. You uh, you were pre producing the show. Mm-hmm. I couldn't watch the whole game. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Well, good work. Good work, my friend. You have brought me. You have turned me on to a new sport, which I'm really the finally a sport I can I can rally behind. Now, what's
3: kind news. of funny is they have these their celebration dances too. When the BC Angels make a touchdown, they they all drop to the ground and do a snow angel in on the grass as if it was snowing. <laughs> it's quite
0: humorous. No. <laughs> yes. Okay. He, I mean, this is great. All I need is some lingerie bowl and some Howl doll, and I'm good to go. If you type in BC Angels, you'll get <laughs> no, uh, some I, videos. I think I'm quite done with uh, with looking at all this. Thank you very much. Uh, okay. <laughs> so we have an end-of-show clip uh, sent to me by Sir Jim. It's uh, Jonathan Rauch, and it is titled In Defense of Being Offensive, and this ties into bullet, to the bullying meme, uh, although not mentioned specifically, but how we need to remain offensive to, to each other from time to time because that is the only way we grow as human beings. So after you hear this clip, go out and offend somebody and then let us know how it worked out for you because it's not so accepted anymore, but it's very important, which is part of the reason why we are the best podcast in the universe. We are equal opportunity offenders. We learn, we grow from this, and we hope you do too. And if you felt you grew somewhat, no matter where, send us a donation, dvorak.org slash N.A. You're not doing that show, are you, later today? No, you, you just hang out. I'm in Washington you. State. Right. Perfect. So we'll be back on Thursday. Looking forward to speaking with you. Coming to you from the capital of the drone star state. It is Austis Texan. In the morning, everybody, I'm Adam Curry. And from
3: uh, northern Silicon Valley north,
0: <laughs> I'm John C. Dvorak. We'll be back on Thursday, and in about 15 minutes, live on the In the Morning Net, Echolink Node 3373, right here on No Agenda.
10: Offended is part of how we learn. If you can't offend people, then you can't criticize people. And if you can't criticize people and ideas, then there is absolutely no way to figure out what ideas are good and what ideas are bad. My name is Jonathan Rausch, I'm a guest scholar at the Brookings Institution in Washington and I wrote a book a while back called Kindly Inquisitors, The New Attacks on Free Thought. Almost every authority in human history that has tried to enforce one orthodoxy or another, uh, first has got it wrong and second has been well intentioned. Whenever anyone tells you I've got it right, I've got the one true answer and everyone else is wrong and I'm going to enforce it that person is not only a menace to freedom but more important a menace to human thriving and human knowledge and it would be a shame if universities of all places of in this country forgot that lesson the fundamental reason we have universities is to discover knowledge and to convey to students how we discover knowledge. The way we discover knowledge is by starting out with our prejudices, our bigotries, our mistakes and testing them and throwing away the 99% that's wrong and keeping the rest. But prejudice and bigotry and error are not the enemies of knowledge. They're the raw material of knowledge. The enemy of knowledge is the kind of certitude that won't let you put prejudice and bigotry and error out there and won't let you test it because if you can't test the bad stuff in order to weed out the good stuff all you have is bad stuff. I've been writing as an openly gay advocate of gay equality and now gay marriage for 20 years and to me it's been a miracle to witness the power of persuasion in America. As Martin Luther King understood and as Frank Kameny the great gay activist recently died understood by far the most important tool that minorities have for obtaining equality in America is our power to change people's mind by our force of argument and by our force of example so I wrote a book called kindly inquisitors uh, about twenty years ago in which I argued that the biggest threat to freedom of speech in America in many ways is not from the traditional book burners and censors. It's from well-intentioned liberals and progressives in many cases who want to protect minorities and want to protect people from being, as they called it, wounded by words. What they were trying to do, I called it the humanitarian impulse because basically it was trying to make society a better and kinder place. The problem with that is that it's misguided because we, members of minorities, we're not delicate flowers. We don't need to be protected from people who don't like us or respected because we can't earn their respect or admiration or change their mind by hiding from them. We have got to be in situations where we can confront and encounter them, sometimes angrily, but more often with persuasion. The humanitarian attack basically, unfortunately, stigmatizes criticism. It says, hurting people's feeling with words is a bad thing. Well, it's not a good thing, I grant you that, but it's a necessary part of the knowledge creation process. Forcing people into dialogue, forcing them to criticize each other and to encounter ideas that they may not like, that is the purpose of a university, and that is the thing that saves minorities and moves humanity toward newer, better ideas. The core principle for me is the distinction between on the one hand what I call purism and on the other hand what I call pluralism. Purism is the idea that a society has to be effectively cleansed of prejudice and bigotry and hateful views, because as long as those views are around, minorities are going to feel unsafe or be unsafe. Pluralism is a very different view. It says, bring it on, the more the better. The only really, sa- really safe situation in society is when you can pit these views against each other and when minorities get their say and have the opportunity to denounce and refute views that are biased and bigoted. I think the right answer, and I think this has been proven by centuries of human experience, is in fact pluralism. We can't trust anybody in authority to make smart decisions for us about what's the acceptable point of view and I think again and again on college campuses and elsewhere it's been minorities and others who at the end of the day have stood up and said you know if we don't stand up for groups that take the other side who's gonna stand up for us? One of the things that the great writer H.L. Mencken once said is that no good idea was ever born that didn't start out by offending people. Being offended is part of how we learn. If you can't offend people then you can't criticize people and if you can't criticize people and ideas then there is absolutely no way to figure out what ideas are good and what ideas are bad i'm not for offending people on purpose but is offendedness an absolutely indispensable part of the process of developing knowledge and living together as a society absolutely and is it a dangerous situation when someone can shut down the search for truth by saying oh that offends me absolutely
2: Back. Got some pressure, steps up in the pop, in, just lofted, and Brittany Tagler right there for the interception. Looking long, looking for Krause, she's got it, great catch! I think she just shot. final comes off one tackle, leans forward, and I think, yeah, she did, touchdown.
10: Ah! And that's... Podcast in the
1: slash na.